What's up, goons? We are recording on Labor Day because this is a non-union gig. We don't get benefits. The only benefit is getting to talk to all of you fine people. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn, and I'm joined, as always, by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great, Chris. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Now, we were thinking about, maybe for our Labor Day weekend, going to see our beloved goon squad out in Connecticut. Then there was a miscommunication between the two of us. What uh, was that miscommunication? I didn't know if I was going to have to. I had something that maybe have come up, and then afterwards you had something that you had to do, and we weren't sure nope. if we were going to go. We put spent the whole day cleaning my room, watching the goon squad. You didn't do anything else yesterday? I Well, no, I went and played poker at, like, midnight. You didn't and- invite me to a poker game? You would have come out at midnight? To where? Long Island City. If you told me at 11, yeah. They're still playing right now. Same game? I mean... They got to be on tilt by this point. Who are you playing with? I mean, uh, the doctor? Remember that guy who had the penthouse? Yeah, our friend who's a doctor. He's a proctologist. Yeah. He's a butt doctor. Yeah, the butt doc. He's a butt doc. Yeah. Dude, he's such a good butt doc that he only has to work for a couple days out of the month. This dude that we know, it's kind of crazy. He would have poker games at his house. He's a butt doc. Um... (laughs) He's a butthole. He's a butthole repairman. He goes in there. He puts up buttresses and shit. Really makes sure that you have a hard, strong foundation. If you get your back blown out, we we know a guy. Essentially, if your asshole is demolished after Pride, fellas, and I know we have a lot of gay listeners, fellas, it, we know we got a butt guy. He's exhausted right now because he's been playing cards. He's gonna need to get some rest. But when he wakes back up, I'll give him a couple manafidals. You know how we do around here. He'll get up there and he he can restructure your whole butt. He could just go in there and fix all the structural damage from getting railed out by dudes constantly. Monkeypox may have destroyed. It's like it's like when mold gets into the foundation of your house. That's what monkeypox does to your asshole. But we've got a butt doc. We know a butt doc, and our butt doc can fix up your butt. So holler at your boys at askthegoon at gmail.com if you got a butthole issue, and we'll connect you with our butt doc. He's the butt doc. Uh, uh, I feel like we should probably buy buttdoc.com. <laughs> Dude, he fucking uh, he puts a men at work sign on your penis. Yeah, 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 yeah. He hangs it right off of there. It's fine. It's a manhole cover. You know what I mean? He goes, he gets down there. He gets in there. Puts on his uh, reflective vest and gets down there. Voids the alligators in the sewer. All that shit. But so you were over there, and they're still playing. Same game from last night at midnight. I think uh, I think the last hand I was there for, the doctor got busted on a big, big all in, and he's just letting them play. I think he I think he went to bed. Uh, the everybody just went home at that point. I went home, got like you know six, seven hours of sleep. Did they uh, left the money on the table? Um, yeah, I think I literally think he's been playing like he. Like you said, he works like two days a month. Mm-hmm. So he like he gets back into town, then just hits it's good butt money. He hits people up to come play poker, mm-hmm. and then will legitimately just sit at the table playing poker until he has to go back to his next job. But he's just playing at his house. It's kind of crazy. Just go to a casino. You got all this butt dock money. There's no rake at his house. I suppose, but at some point you want to like you sit with the same seven guys all the time. I bet Paco's there right now. No, I don't think Paco's played there in a while. Really? Yeah. I mean, it got it got pretty sad, honestly. Like, it was a very... It's a lot to be constantly playing cards. It's a, so much. It was one thing during the... I mean, that was probably the first time I had played poker in years. It was when we all played during the pandemic a couple times. Yeah. And it was fine. I don't mind playing poker. But... That was a really fun pandemic activity. Yeah, that place was a good hang. Yeah. Now it's it's pretty sad, honestly. Brian Kim showed up. It was a nightmare. I wanted to fight oh, that him. guy that you just shitted on on this show two weeks ago for no reason. Oh, for real? Yes. Oh, I wonder if he listened when like that's why he was being so aggressive. I feel like that's just his personality. Yeah, he's annoying. 
He's so annoying. And it's not because he's Asian. I said this the last time we brought this guy up. He coons as a over-the-top Asian, but he's just a regular American Asian. But he does the voice. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. He does what would be considered yellow face if I did it on the radio right now. <laughs> he does that. He's like, it's like the movie Bamboozled. You know what I mean? <laughs> but ju- you know, you know how that movie, how it was just two, the plot of that movie is two black guys it, doing a minstrel show in fake blackface. Mm-hmm. And you can't find that movie anywhere. I yeah, you why. can. Where? I mean, it's got, you got to find it. On the, I can't just buy it. I feel like you can. I could buy the DVD on eBay, probably. I watched it in my media class in, like, sophomore year of high school. I bet you can't purchase that movie on iTunes right now. I'm going to go see right now. Bam. Boozled. A Spike Lee joint. Mm-hmm. It is a Spike Lee joint. Yeah, of course. Honestly, that's the best original idea he's ever had. Yeah? I think that's the best original. Oh, 25th Hour was an adaptation, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you might be right with that, then. I don't know. I didn't like the- Clockers is also an adaptation, and that might be his best movie. You like Clockers better than Twenty Fifth Hour? Twenty Fifth Hour might be a better overall movie, but like conceptually, Clockers was like fresh and interesting. Oh, sick! You can uh, rent it for two ninety nine on. Uh... Oh, on iTunes. Yeah, I might watch Bamboozled when I get home. You know, I got that movie. Apple TV, Amazon, and Redbox have it. Oh, Redbox. Have it. Good. So little kids waiting at Walmart can see this <laughs> cover while their parents are shopping and go, I want to watch this movie, Daddy. And then they have to watch it. I mean, dude, it's black people in blackface. What's racist about it? I mean, you know what? We might have to just do a bonus content watch along of Bamboozled and both watch it for the. F- I, I'd be watching it for the first time. You'd be walking me through Bamboozled. You've never seen Bamboozled? I've never seen I, You know what? I got a bootleg copy. I lent it to Reef and he lost it. That's a nightmare. Immediately. And then, like, you couldn't find that movie for a while. I guess now it's on the internet. For a while, you couldn't just buy it. Can we please pitch it as a spoof show? <sighs> I mean, Zach will pretty much do anything I ask him to do. We could. I feel like that would be a fun way to kick off Black History Month. Just three white guys watching Bamboozled? I mean, honestly, can we please pitch sure. this to Zach? Sure, of course. Just text him right now. Um, <laughs> this We're getting off topic, Mike. Okay. We have other things to talk about. What were we talking about? Butt docks. Labor we were Day? talking about yeah. We were talking about what uh what what I did with my weekend, oh. uh, which was clean my room, watch uh, our beloved Goon Squad, fall Luke, oh. in a in a heartbreaker. Yeah, yeah. That's Lost by four points. Yeah, four points. What yeah. was the spread? Uh, it was who uh, was spread? <laughs> huh? Huh? Uh, John Quell Jones. So, and you say you think if we had gone, if we had gotten our shit together and gone over there, right? Mm-hmm. You think uh, we th- you think we could have turned the tide? I think so. For the uh, Connecticut Sun in the WNBA semifinals of the playoffs, they uh, lost by four points. You think we could have turned the tide? You think if let's say let's say we got eight of us to go, right? Yes. Let's say me, you, uh, the Shedcast guys, Alex. So that's five, and then like five fans came through. Yeah, right? that's ten people. That's a ten man goon squad. That's ten people. Just screaming, getting hammered drunk, probably sniffing ketamine, screaming, junkyard dog, a nickname that they have never heard, and yelling goon squad, another, let's go goon squad. 
You don't think the confusion of what was, ha- especially if we were all, wasn't the plan that we were all going to wear uh, boisterous suits with pocket watches? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we were all going to dress like fucking uh, 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 like the candy like man? ring announcers or something. <laughs> or like uh, um, when Frank Lucas went to the fight and gave, and gave everything up. <laughs> we were all we were all going to dress like that, right? That's, yeah, just put on minks and <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the that was the idea. I have a stole somewhere in my house. I also have two handmade fedoras. That's one for me and one for you, Mike. His and hers. Damn, dude, I can't believe I uh, I can't believe we dropped the ball on this one. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Now I'm frustrated. Yeah. Well, these things happen, Mike. What are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. So that was that was my weekend. How was your weekend, Chris? Ah, pretty uneventful. I didn't really do much. What did you do instead of going to this thing? I, we totally could have gone. We could have gone. Uh, I had something come up, and I just it was a personal thing that I had to you know it was a it was a family thing that I had to take care of. All right. I had, uh, it's I, family business. Yeah. So, but uh, Connecticut Sun also, playing tomorrow night. We are both mushes. One point five. Point favorite. Wait, how are they playing tomorrow night? Oh, they said they lost. Yeah, they lost. It was the it was uh, game two. Okay. I'm sorry, it was game three. Okay, it's a uh, uh, best of five series. Oh, they let them go five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's I only just... three in the first round. Okay, so this is the second round. This is the second round. So they might make the finals. They could still make the finals right now. Uh, for them to win it all, mm-hmm. uh, I believe futures. Let's go, Connecticut Sun. They Let's are, put a bet on it right now. You have thirteen to one. You have a DraftKings account. I right? do. Have, I have a FanDuel account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's place a bet right now. They're thirteen to one. To win? To win the finals. Oh, 13 to one. So put a twenty dollar bet on it. I'll, I'll I'll pay for that. Sick. That's a that's a sizable. If they win, yeah. And if they lose, we fucking kill every one of them. <laughs> every fucking we send them off to Alabama. I'll send them over there with Brittany Griner. Oh, pull that up. Didn't I send you the editorial written by the Times about Brittany Griner? Uh, let me see. I believe I sent it to you on Instagram. Um, there was some new news about that. About Brittany Griner? Well, no, not new. It was just an opinion piece talking about the WNBA's wages and why these girls go over to play. Here's the thing. If you're not in the top league, you always go overseas to play in the offseason. Unless you play for minor league baseball, and then you can't. You know what I mean? Like, there's been plenty of people who play, like, low-level minor league basketball, like dudes who still go play in Europe for a couple months out of the year. So you're saying the WNBA is not the premier top league? Not yet. I mean, they're catching up quickly. I mean, they've only existed for what? Since the beginning of this season when we found out about it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They've only been around for six months. Yeah, I mean, considering they're doing pretty well. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, see, what Brittany Griner's income says about women's basketball. Um, in the first place, reveals an inconvenient truth that for more than a decade, Russian oligarchs have valued American women star athletes more than U.S. executives have. Ms. Griner, like roughly 70 of her fellow NBA athletes... WNBA. WNBA athletes, sorry. Uh, have supplemented her income by playing overseas during the WNBA offseason. While American fans are supporting the WNBA, filling up arenas, that's not quite true. We've been watching a lot of WNBA <laughs> for the last six months since the inception of the league. And they are not filling up arenas. We have watched a lot of WNBA this year. I would, I'm would i going to throw this out there. I have watched more WNBA this year than I have watched any other team sport. <laughs> um While American fans are supporting it, filling up arenas, donning jerseys, following players on social media, do me a favor. Uh, can you show me how many followers 
Brittany Griner has on Instagram, and then show me how many followers. Let's who's a who's a mid level. Who, who's the guy who who's somebody who's a low level. Uh, show me how many you know because we're gonna talk about him Patrick, in a minute. Okay, He's, we're gonna talk about him in a minute. How many Instagram followers does Michael Jordan's son have? Sure, it's probably gone up in the last few days. I'll check. Uh, okay. Now let me see these numbers. All right. So something tells me they're disturbingly close. Uh, Brittany right. Griner's winning. I mean, here is Michael Jordan Jr. Hundred one thousand followers. Uh huh. Now let's 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 point out that he does not play basketball. <laughs> now let's look. No, no, no. It seems like he has some stuff on his bio. Founder, CEO, trophy room. I don't know what that is. Member of the Jordan family. That's the thing we know. UCF grad. Good for him. He seems to be doing well. Uh, what is trophy room? Uh, so you want to go? Let's go to the website. Uh huh. I think, oh, it's an apparel line. Oh, oh, a rich kid with an apparel line? Crazy. Honestly, these Oh, selling Jordans. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. I was like, well, yeah, these are kind of sick. And it's like, oh, they're just Jordans. Yeah, they're just Jordan sixes. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> got it. Got it. Rich kid with an apparel line. 101,000 followers. How many followers does Brittany Griner have? Uh, 466. Okay. That is a lot more. However... She plays basketball <laughs> and has been one of the top news stories in the United States for the last four months. Okay. Uh, how about this guy, right? Like Brittany Griner. Okay. Easily the... Half a million followers. Less than half a million followers. Easily like the... The most famous WNBA player currently active. Right. Lisa Leslie probably still higher name recognition overall. Yeah, but Griner was dunking though. I'm just saying, just overall, Candace there, Parker's there's up people there. who haven't thought about the WNBA since it was incepted six months ago. Okay, yeah. And they're... back all the way back then, Lisa Leslie was the top <laughs> star. So, um, if I recall correctly. Um, so, who are you going to suggest we take a look at? I mean, this guy was just traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. He's probably going to be the fourth or fifth most famous player on a team. Um, I mean, but of on the Lakers. Yeah, but I mean, he was he was on the. All right, I mean, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, a guy who just got traded to Cleveland. Okay, right. Uh, has never won an MVP. I don't think he's ever been a first team All NBA guy. Mm -hmm. um, he's now playing in Cleveland. Three point five million followers. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. Now, I've never heard of this gentleman. He's wait. Has he won it? Does he have rings? He has not. He does not have a ring. Zero rings. I think zero he's MVPs. Maybe won five playoff games. Any endorsements that you know of? Yeah, a few. I Probably. Think. I, I I don't think you can be in the NBA with no endorsements. You have three point five million Instagram followers. You have endorsements. That's true. Fair enough. So. Also, not even I great mean, content. Microsoft probably. Can we take a look at Brittany Griner's Instagram page real quick? Uh huh. Oh wait. Sorry. No, that's the. Uh, you closed out of it? Yeah, I think Did so. Did you I think, think we I... weren't going to refer back to the thing we were talking no, about? No, no, no. I, uh, I just went from her Instagram straight to oh. Patrick Beverly. So okay. I was like, instead of like just hitting back a bunch of times, I'll take a second to pull I off see. the screen. Honestly, 
better content. I'm already significantly more interested in her content. Is that her? Oh, that's her girlfriend. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. A little thick, but I not mean, bad at all. Pretty hot. Also, Honestly, also, sick pole. Also crushing it with the nugs. Getting extra sauce for the chicken sandwich. Uh-huh. Honestly, better content. She should have more followers. Is that? Okay, no, that's Popeye's. I was making sure it wasn't Chick-fil-A's. Can't be LGBTQ going to Chick-fil-A. I mean, she had a chest hat. That's pretty sick. Honestly. Yeah. A lesbian mean, in a fucking full pantsuit. Open no chest. No shirt. No shirt. Chest hat? Chest hat. That's Seriously, on- better content. It's peak lesbian. This is honestly, I know we make a lot of jokes. However, I fuck with this bitch. I mean, here's her with Kobe. This is this is solid. R.I.P. though. Yo, let her out. Election day is January 5th. Why is that a picture of the Capitol? What is she doing? <laughs> Yo, see? No, but also, that's, see? here's another thing. Brittany Griner, not, woke as hell. Not in the NBA, right? One of the, How many Instagram followers does David Hogg have? Hold on. This whole thing is... Oh, everything's freezing? Everything's fucked. Uh, hog, no. There you go. Let's see here. 132. Okay. So less. Yeah. Good. As he should. But I'm just saying, it's like you think one of the top news stories in the fucking world. Top star in a league, right? That's why she doesn't make that much money. New York Times lady. That's why. Like. Yeah, that's your ceiling. That's your ceiling. That's the top player in the league. Although I'm sure that really hot chick that got us into it probably has more. What was that chick's name? I mean. I'm sure there's like hotter chicks that have more followers in the WNBA. Right. But still, though, we're talking three, five mil for like, you're saying like, not the star of a team. Yeah. But it's like, look, all right, so oh no, star- Donovan Mitchell is the star of his team, but he's okay. like, you know, he's not necess- he's not even close to the biggest star in the NBA right now. Obviously. So it's like uh, you know, I think that's a, a you know, their best versus like, you know, an, an average all-star. Um I think the the accurate comparison though here, I just wanna like cause this is my area of expertise, is MMA, right? Mm-hmm. Like before Conor McGregor, your biggest star is your Anders uh your Probably your Chuck Liddell was the first real crossover star, right? Like GSP and Anderson well, Silva. Sh- okay, so you're not going to – we're not going to – no, Ronda Rousey was the biggest star pre-Conor McGregor. Okay, yeah, but I mean that's Even still, if you just count pay-per-view buys. That's still within the same realm, right? The same – But they like, fight on – what my I mean, point is they fight on the same broadcast, Mike. Okay, go ahead. What I was saying was, though, like I'm, I'm talking about eras, right? So you're pre-2010 – your biggest star is, is Chuck Liddell, right? From that point on, you have like Anderson Silva and GSP who never really cross over into the mainstream. Brock Lesnar is the outlier because he came in from the WWE and already had the yeah. fans when he came in. But like, And people were also hyped to see what Lesnar was going to do there because he was the NCAA champion, went to WWE, then walked onto the Vikings practice squad. But other than that, you uh-huh. weren't going to become a massive star household name until you get to the Rousey and McGregor era. 
right? Which like, is, I guess, it's semi-parallel, correct? Maybe my timeline's off. McGregor's not too far down the road from Ronda Rousey's run, right? No, I mean, literally, the year that McGregor became champ champ is the year that Ronda Rousey got knocked out by Amanda Nunes and her career was basically over. Like, they're... So we're talking about two years apart. About. It's about yeah. a two-year gap. But, like, until that point, until you got to Ronda, on the female side, there was no proof you could become a legitimate superstar and bring massive money to a sport. Well, wasn't... Oh, wait, let me put... Let's change this up. And I, I've said this before, and I'll say this again. Like, but like, for whatever reason, women's MMA works more so than any other women's sport because it's just fighting, and human beings are fighting. You know, it's not like unlike boxing, which has like a lot of rules. Like MMA has a lot of rules. Don't get me wrong, um, but like, it's still just you're still at the end of the day watching two women fight and like two small girls. I was watching B- BKFC on Saturday. Oh, you see my girl? The girl who took her titties out? The the Probably the greatest female athlete of all time? Yes, I did see that. But then also, there was another women's fight later in the card that was also great. Britton Hart? Yeah. That's our girl. Yeah. She's a bad bitch. Yeah, that was a, gr- yeah, that was a great fight. And then, but the heavyweight men's fight that went on after that was like, this kind of sucks comparatively. It just kind of works for what feels like a fight. Because you everybody likes to watch girls fight. Um, but I'm not gonna lie. Girls soccer is fun. I'm sh- I'm sure that's probably the most girls have had the most practice at soccer. We've been putting girls in soccer leagues. It's true. It's like people are like, well, the women's soccer league There's like, yeah, it's like cause back when we used to stick girls in soccer leagues, cause we didn't know what to do with them. Men got called gay for playing soccer in this country. <laughs> like it, 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 <laughs> it's so stupid. What a dumb thing to say. Um, the- the, the ultimate point I was making, though, was until you get to a Ronda Rousey or a Conor McGregor where you have legitimate superstar-level fame and legitimate superstar-level endorsements and money. For the league, you mean? Yeah. Because Chuck Liddell never had that. He had, like— Chuck Liddell had, like— he had Infamy. No, 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 no. Chuck Liddell had that to a certain—to to about the extent of, like, somebody like a Brittany Griner. You know what I mean? Like, if you think about— yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying. Because the UFC was small then. Right. He would do like uh, like Delco batteries was like his biggest sponsorship. Was like he would just like punch a battery and like maybe Slim Jim. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also the Spike Network existed then. So Chuck Liddell had a place to to ruminate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maxim was around back then. Chuck Liddell was perfect for that. Him and Tito Ortiz were perfect for that level of faux man shit that was like around back then. That like this That like... Overexact mansers. Like, the, the, and then I'm not knocking those guys. They just had the right look and the right attitudes to also do those things. You know what I mean? Like, you put Chuck Liddell just watching a movie in between the commercials on Spike, and they'd be like, yeah, he's going to kill the Predator. <laughs> it's fucking fine. You're into that. You know what I mean? That doesn't exist anymore. Right. You have to be Conor. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm saying I'm agreeing with you. You have to be that level. Brittany Griner, when she comes back, if she's to go back to play or if she starts to try to fight for more money, she's going to end up like your man Kaepernick and ain't going to look good for it. Because <laughs> I don't think this is – I think she'll be out in a year. Yeah? I don't – she's not doing nine years. I don't know, dude. I think they're going to put her to work. As a fucking basketball instructor, they're going to make her... You think, we talked about this last week. Longest yard with Brittany Griner? Yes. Yeah. But they're going to... like. I think they'll keep her in there for a bit. Yeah, I think a year. 
All right. But also, let's, a year is enough time to turn around a failing women's basketball program. In yeah, in a Russian prison, she's gonna be like, "Hey, you know, you gotta feed these bitches, right?" And they're gonna be like, "Bro, we didn't even think that we give food. These women, they're supposed to be tiny. What do we do?" And she's gonna be like, "No, they need to like so they can." Run. Oh, bro, I I understand. It's like when they go and break rock, they need some mush. <laughs> and then they're going to give them some mush. And that's basically uh, uh, Russian prison women's money ball. <laughs> that, she's going to kill it. That's going to be sick. Yeah, it's going to be a great movie. I, but I can't then wait. she gets back out after a year. I think so. I think you have to. But to the New York Times' point with the Russian oligarchs have more interest than executives, Russian oligarchs don't have to make money on basketball. The executives at the WNBA and the television networks have to make it financial. They bring those broads over because the guys from the NBA are like, nah. Also, they don't want to have to fucking have NBA players around where they're trying to get some trim. You know what I mean? I don't know. Do you bring Brittany Griner around your girl? Oh, she yeah. She is Mrs. Steal Your Girl with that chest hat. <laughs> right? Yeah. She and, she, and she knows how to skill up a Popeye's chicken sandwich. And she's got, she got you that mush, you know? <laughs> what chick saying no? I don't know. I don't know, man. Some Russian chick? She's going to be like, bro, I must. I'm sorry. But anyway, moving on. You know, Mike, I don't know where to go from here because we talked, we talked Brittany Griner. Uh, 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 and we talked Russia. So I don't know if we go into our, our, U- our ongoing Ukraine war coverage or we talk about uh, uh, Michael Jordan's son, who we also just talked about. I mean, I think we got to talk fucking about Fucking Scotty Pippen's wife. <laughs> who's, by the way, slamming still. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, pull up those pictures. Larissa Pippen, I believe. Yeah, Larissa Pippen. Oh, man. More like Larissa Python. God damn. Damn. Look at Scotty. Like, he had to know. Oh, because she also fucked Future, right? Oh, yeah. She cheated on Scotty with Future. So that's like the... But he, she's much younger than him. It's not like they've been together for a while. They've been together for a bit. I mean, she's 48. She's 48? She's 48. Damn. Pull her up again. <laughs> Hold on. I got to see Scotty Pippen's age. and then He's got to be older than him. He's 56. Yeah. So he's eight years older than him. That's not that crazy. That's not that crazy at all. He also doesn't look terrible. She's just... Retardedly hot. Well, this is also when they were together, so he's probably in his forties here, and she's in her late thirties. Yeah, I mean, but even Scottie Pippen now—he's—he's he's not like a terrible-looking old man. No, but I mean, he—he, he, yeah, I don't know, dude. But you, yeah, you got to know—he didn't get a prenup too, right? She took him to the fucking cleaners, right? And he's not—it's not like he was banked up like that anyway. Yeah, I think uh, I think Scotty kind of just got fucked. Period. Like Scotty's life kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, divorce settlement. Let me see what he has to pay her. Um, finalized divorce after five year breakup. Um, is Scottie Pippen the world's biggest cuck? I mean, just by stature, must be. I mean, he's certainly the world's tallest cuck. Right. But it's just, I mean, like Jordan cucked him for a decade. Oh yeah. Didn't Jordan like artificially keep his salary down just to be a dick? No, I mean, it wasn't to be a dick. It was to, like, you know, so they had more money to get other players. And I don't think he kept his salary down, no. I think it was, like, 
he did kind of clown on Scotty, right? Because he kept him in place because he didn't want him going anywhere, right? Like he like broke him down mentally. I feel like no, no, no. So you, you, you're you're conflating two things. The fucking Bulls GM was like a real fucking scumbag, right? Yes. Like he he was trying to run a superstar dynasty on a shoestring budget. Okay. You know how that goes. Yes. Um. So the I mean, I'm doing it right now, Mike. Right. So the uh the fucking the GM got Scottie Pippen after his like rookie year, got him signed to like a seven year deal worth like, you know, forty million dollars or something like that. Like it was a, a ludicrously low number given where salaries went, mm-hmm. but he was a year in and was like, Yeah, if I blow up my knee, I'm never gonna make forty million dollars. So like I got a whole family who like grew up like literally uh, with a dirt floor in Arkansas, like I'm gonna go fucking buy my mom a nice ass house with this money. Like I don't, I don't care. And then when it came time to like actually break him off, the Bulls like kind of fucked him. And we're like, okay, nah, we're gonna trade you for like pennies on the dollar. He did get like a nice little extension from another team that was like a nest egg for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. but he never got the like money you should get as the second best player on a fucking dynasty. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got kind of fucked. And then now this chick fucked him. But she, I mean, he got to fuck that lady when she was like 35, which I'm sure she was like retardedly hot back then. Oh, no. I mean, they have they have a 21-year-old son in, well, this is in. How many followers is he? Uh, Scotty Pippen? Scotty Pippen's son. Scotty Pippen's son? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Scotty Pippen. Oh, he's actually probably got a lot because he's currently playing. He's got a hot mom. He's got a hot to see mom. that hot mom. And oh yeah, he's got more than Brittany Griner. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. <laughs> oh damn, that's a sexy man. What the fuck? Right. Oh he oh he's actively playing in the NBA. Oh, did he get drafted? I oh, mean, I, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. He was really good at Vanderbilt. I actually like watched a couple of the games for the NCAA okay. tournament. He was like the best player on like a pretty good Vanderbilt team this year. And it looks like he got drafted late by the Lakers. So he is nice. in the league. Nice. But how's his apparel? Uh, how's his apparel company doing? Tell you right now, it's not as good as Scotty as uh, Michael Jordan Juniors. Yeah, the one that we can't even remember the name of right now. It's <laughs> yeah. called like Trophy something. Yeah, the Trophy Room. Oh, the Trophy Room, good one. Oh, the Trophy Room, that room where your father beat you for f- not being good <laughs> at basketball every day. Dude, it's my honestly. And you had to you had to prove that you were a man to your father by fucking his ex teammate's ex wife. <laughs> After Future, Future had to break that open for you. Yeah, you had to Much go. like your father had to break open the fucking league for... How Kim Kardashian and her... Scotty Pippen. Yeah. How- what is happening? Mike? It, there was some fucking article opened up. My bad. Um, yeah, so the, uh, the story there is... Uh, like, you know that song, uh, Future's Got, that goes, I just fucked your bitch and some Gucci flip-flops? Mm-hmm. So uh, when Future was a small child, uh, he saw Scotty Pippen after mm-hmm. a Bulls game and asked him for an autograph... And Scottie Pippen said no. And Future said, I'll remember that. And later on down the line, That's great. he fucked his bitch in some Gucci flip-flops and then went to the, went to the studio and wrote a platinum-selling song about it. That's great. To the point where like, he has sold out crowds screaming, along, like, screaming the line along yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, while, yeah. Oh, God. That's, That's great. That is some it's some heroic level cucking for Scotty Pippen. Well, it's also just like it's just hilarious because now it's like she's with Future and she's dropped down to 
apparel mogul. <laughs> Anderson Jordan or whatever the fuck his name is. What's his name? Uh, Michael Jordan Jr. Oh, my God. This was her at 19 when they got together. All right. And he's got to be, what, 40? Uh, no, he's only eight years older than her. Oh, so okay. So he was 20s. like in his late 20s. She was a teenager. Okay. And was like, oh, yeah, I mean, let's down. be clear then. Future's just the only person who put it on blast. People were digging this bitch out. You think? Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know. You don't go from zero to future if you're just a good housewife. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think no. I think you break it in with a little usher or something, like in the boondocks. You know what I mean? Like it's like I don't think you go from zero to fucking future, dude. No, if you're I, gonna fucking cheat. Okay, so I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the opposite argument. Okay. Um, she because I'm saying her DMs are getting slid in constantly. She gets together with Scottie Pippen uh-huh. when she's 19. Scottie Pippen is in his late 20s at that point, right? Okay. Fucking, he stayed in the league till he was like 33 in like the early 2000s. Okay. Okay. So. For that whole time. So she's around your shacks, your uh, lots of motherfuckers. Around them, sure. But Scotty. Rodman. Scotty at, at that the point. The future of his day, if you will. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. But Scotty, right, commanded enough respect in the league at that point that nobody was tagging his wife. I think Other than every, probably Jordan. I think everybody would tag anybody's wife. No. No, I don't think so. Because that, that is like a. Uh, so, like. Carl Malone famously tried to do that to Kobe's wife, mm-hmm. like tr- hit on Kobe's wife, and he was out of the league within like two months. Really? Yeah. But yeah, Carl yeah. Malone must have been getting pretty old by the time Kobe yeah. Bryant but it's was still, an all star. Right. But it's like at that point, if you're going to fuck with. Oh, if you're an elder statesman as is. Yeah. No, but like a young, you don't think a young upstart that had a lot of upside, they're not going to kick anybody like that out of the league. Yeah, but you got to remember, she's a 19-year-old girl with him at this point. 19 to, like, through her early 20s, she's not going to want to fuck an early 20s upstart who's also in the league. Or she's trying to fuck an older guy because she's into older guys. She's fucking Scotty Pippen. Gotcha. So it's like, she's going to hold that down for for a while. All right. right? Then, then, he gets out of the league. You actually get to spend some time. With your husband for the first time. So you're not actually cheating at that point, right? You're going to be going on trips to like Mykonos. You're going to be raising your kids. You have a hundred different things going on. You're not focused on cheating. At this point though, Scotty's like in his fifties. He's bitter. He never got the respect that fucking Jordan got. He's that documentary came out. He looks like a bitch in it. He's been fucking the same chick for 20 years and just kind of feels like a bitch. So Scotty probably goes out there trying to fucking stunt. Like, you know, like he's going to actually go and get some young pussy. And then he finds out that he's Scottie Pippen and he's probably got a good thing at home. So he knocks that right off. But Hold it on. opens he, the first door. Of all, first of all, let's not pretend that anybody with Scottie Pippen's money and or notoriety can't just walk into a place and pull fairly high quality trim. Sure. But it's not the same. It's not the same as your. She, I mean, she's that's extremely high level. And he's not, and he's not fucking that caliber of girl of like 18, 19 year old now. No, certainly not. So it's like he's. Already, I mean, hot. No, not that caliber of no, nineteen year old. No, you're not. No. So you, you know what I mean? You're essentially at that point just living a fucking sad middle aged man's life, and it's like, all right, I should probably knock this off and go home to my wife. But you've already triggered that thing in her now, where she's like, I've been fucking the same guy for twenty years, and he thinks he can do better than me. I'm gonna show him. Yeah, because she's got to have, like I said, every rapper is in the DMs. Every rapper. 
at this point, because it's like now Scotty's at a point where these guys grew up watching him, but they're all grown men now. That shit doesn't matter anymore. I mean, why would anybody that's not a basketball player have a level of respect for Scotty Pippen where they wouldn't fuck his wife? Yeah, no, that's true. Like, well, no, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't. Uh, I'm trying to think of fucking sports. Stars. You fucked married women. Yeah, but I'm thinking of a sports star who I grew up fucking being a fan. Like Wayne Corbett. If Wayne Corbett's wife wanted to fuck me, uh-huh. I'd be like, no, you're not cheating on Wayne Corbett with me. What's she look like? Uh, who cares? Let's take a look. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of somebody who I know has a hot wife who I would say no Dude, to. Dude, I'd have fucked Miss Elizabeth when I was 11. Okay. Yeah, but that's different. Because I was 11? Yeah, you're 11. Oh, oh no, you're not going to fuck that lady? <laughs> oh, oh, look at you. <laughs> oh, look at you, Mikey. Dude, so great. That, la- that lady who looks her age. <laughs> Scotty Pippen's wife still looks 22. Yeah, Scotty Pippen's wife is hot. Yeah. I just know, like, there is a certain thing uh-huh. where, you know, if you are, if you are like a respect, I don't know, Gronk's wife. I don't, I wouldn't want to fuck Gronk's Let's wife. Let's take a look at Gronk's wife. But Gronk's not married. Oh, yeah, because a rapist. Yeah. No, 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 no. Would no, you no. fuck his rape victims? No, Gronk's not a rapist, dude. Gronk's like a, I fuck porn stars guy. Mm-hmm. Like, Gronk is like a, a, a Dan Balzerian type. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... What was this thing? All right. So what's the thing with Jordan's kid? He's just out on a date with... Uh, Double dating. With her and who else? I don't know. It just says that they were out together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, pretty much the whole story. They're about the same. Marcus Jordan, by the way, not Michael Jordan Jr. Okay. I think there is a Michael Jordan Jr. Mm. Oh, Trophy Room Store has almost more followers than Brittany Griner. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> So Mike <laughs> Marcus Jordan only has uh, the ninety nine thousand, but mm-hmm. you know Trophy Room Store mm-hmm. is probably a more viable market than Brittany Griner. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I think we've gotten all we can get out of this. Now, do you think you're going to find? No, we were going to. We were talking about this outside, though. We were talking about um, these chicks. Once they're in that world, they're always in that world, right? Like, all these Instagram chicks get passed around in that world. The only one I could think of is that once Superhead put out that book, she fucked Bill Maher and then was out of the game, right? Nobody ever saw her again. Wait, 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 wait. What? You know Superhead, right? She fucked Bill Maher? Her and Bill Maher dated for a year. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, Superhead and Bill Maher. No, 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 no. Do you not know this? This is not real. Holy shit. Yeah. Bill Maher fucks hoes, bro. Yeah, but why are you dating Superhead? I mean, it's probably pretty funny to you. Also, I hear she gives bomb head. Honestly, yeah. If I'm fucking Bill Maher, I'm I'm definitely... I'm going to be like, wait a minute. You're telling me I can just date notoriously good dick sucker Superhead? Yeah. Yeah. And she'll just top me off every day. Every day. And I'm... Yeah, I'm sure he's... Fucking other chick, like it's Bill Maher. He's a whore fucker. That's his thing. He's a philanderer. Damn, Bill Maher, consistently winning. Yeah, dude. I. Just, he failed up with his TV show. Imagine getting fired from ABC and then getting paid more money to do the same show once a week on cable. He got fired by ABC. Yeah. Why? 
I don't know. I think he said something stupid. I have no. I actually don't know why. Did he, he say the N word on ABC too? <laughs> He's he said it so much that they were like, we can't. We sell transcripts at Nightline on this show, and you were bleeding in a Ted's time, <laughs> dude. Yeah, fucking serial N word user. Bill Maher. Bill Maher. You think he ever called Superhead the N word? Look, I think I I don't think you're gonna be comfortable enough to say it on TV. Unless you're comfortable enough to say it to someone you were in a one-year relationship with. In private. I say it around paper face all the time. I, I heard it the other day, and it honestly shook me to my core. Yeah. Like, you've said it. Should have been watching us blow each other. I mean, that's <laughs> on you. You uh, said it six times in yeah. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's how long it takes for me to get all the cum out. Um. All right, well, that's our whole thing about... So I do think... No, okay, but I do think... A... No, I, I was just going to say, like, mm -hmm. I was going to agree with you on the idea of, like, the... the... These, these girls who stay in that world. Like, these Instagram girls, you just see them... They jump from... Isn't that... Uh, what's her name? Who's the chick who was with Kanye? Amber Rose. And then she kind of just jumped around, right? She was just, like, a thought. She was with Kid Cudi for a bit, I think. Yeah, or... they kind of just all jump around. But is it because, like, those guys all have, like, social media, right? So they're just seeing that girl all the time in their fuck, And they're like, damn, she's fucking hot. I don't really know that dude like that. We're not boys like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all that is. But it, and it, I think there is something very high school level about it uh -huh. where it's like, you know, uh, like every, you know, the moment you get a girlfriend, every girl wants to fuck you, right? Yes. There's something about that inherent in us where it's like... In humans. In humans where mm -hmm. it's like, oh... She's good enough for him to fuck. I want to fuck her now. Well, I mean, I've had girls, f like, essentially never give me attention. And then just found out I got laid elsewhere. Like, a group of friends. Like, but in a friend group, I never, like, tried to hook up with any of the girls that were hanging out. And they were like... And then, like, somebody just said, like, what do you... You think Chris gets pussy? And then all of a sudden, there was interest. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it was, like, that simple. Yeah. It is that, and I, I think there is that level of, like, also, there's a certain, I feel like there is a certain insulation that comes with it, where it's like, look, this whole life is just... Yeah, you can't go back, you can't go fuck from fucking Scotty Pippen, or whatever, one of these rappers, like, where it's just like, that's a great couple of days. You can't just go back and, like, fuck the dude that works at fucking Walmart. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you, you just can't. You can have a one-night stand with those guys, but if you're waking up every day in fucking 7,000-count uh, Egyptian silk sheets, you know what I mean? Or, or Yeah, like, know. once you're there for a minute. Once you get used to a lifestyle. Yes, I don't think you you have to stay there somehow. Right. So it's Even like, if you've got to fuck the CEO of TrophyRoom.com. <laughs> it is what it is, dude. She's not fucking anybody fair, at the PTA meeting. To be fair, she has gotten dropped down, right? Because she went from Scottie Pippen, six rings, to Future. That's a lateral move, right? I, Obviously, honestly, Future's an up move because Scottie Pippen's retired at the time. Future's at the top of his game. Right. Pe you know, uh, peak Pippen, it's a downgrade. Yeah, peak. Even then, though, I don't even know if it's peak Pippin and peak Future. What is? I don't think Futures reached the reached but six nobody, rings level of rap. no. But nobody was. People don't sell the way they used to. 
Like, if Future came out at that time when, like, Jay-Z was on top and hit the way he hit, you're talking about multi-platinum recording artists touring the world. You know what I mean? Like, oof. Future, 21.4 Instagram, 21.4 million Instagram yeah. followers. Oh, yeah. Scotty Pippen, 1.8. 1. 1.8. 1. <laughs> He's doing Britney Griner numbers. <laughs> I mean, compared to Future, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Um, but, uh, no, but that's what I'm, I'm saying. I think that's a modicum, lateral, whatever. Damn. What? Scotty Pippen's got a hot daughter. Oh, let me see Scotty Pippen's hot daughter. Oh, all right, though. How old is she? Like 14? I mean, not Get this old enough for us shit. to be calling her hot, but. God damn. <laughs> that's a hot child. <laughs> oh. Well, on that note, moving on. B double E double R U N All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N All right. Those boys are out getting a beer again, and I'm going to tell you about something right quick. I'm going to tell you about the fine people over at YoDelta.com. You know about YoDelta.com over there? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, they have the finest vapes and gummy products you can find with Delta 8 THC. And here's the thing about Delta 8 THC. You don't want Smokey on your tail. Mm-hmm. You don't want them behind you. You don't want that shit. You don't want none of that. Delta 8 THC is legal in a lot of places where traditional cannabis products might not be legal. It's made from hemp, good old-fashioned hemp, the kind that was uh, grown by Thomas Jefferson, one of our founding fathers, fine slave-owning man. Delta8.com is where you're going to get your finest Delta 8 THC products. And they're the number one sponsor of this type of comedy. Isn't that right? Yes, siri! So if you go to yodelta.com and use the promo code GAS, you're going to get 25% off your order. You know, a good Texas boy like me, we know about gas. You know, we out there in the oil fields. You get benefits, lots of money. There's hookers in them towns. And you know what you can treat them with because... Traditional cannabis still illegal in Texas. You can go and treat them with a little Delta 8 vape cartridge. And they're going to be like, Daddy, where'd you even get that? And I'll be like, yo, Delta.com. I just used the promo code GAS, and I got 25% off my order. All right, I think they're coming back in here. B double E double R U N B B double E double R U N B All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key. Mike, these guys are talking about owning slaves and shit now on a show. Well, I don't think they were talking about owning slaves. I think they were just, you know, giving judgment on one of our founding fathers. The guy who got us Louisiana, man. Why don't you get off their back? Was he the Louisiana Purchase guy? Was that much later? No, no. Thomas Jefferson uh, famously did that uh, as... From the uh, French? Yeah, yeah. He, he was How like, many slaves did he have to trade for the Louisiana Purchase? No, it was millions of dollars, but... Millions of dollars? Yeah. Oh, did he, people call him like an asshole? Yeah, he had like a whole thing where he was what like... What a stupid thing. Like, it's so much land. Why? Who cares? Didn't he get a bunch of shit for that? 
so he he the reason he got so much shit is because he was notoriously a states' rights guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he argued the go- federal government should not have the kind of power that they have, and, and oh, okay. we're doing too much. And then immediately when he became president, he was like, "Yeah, but I'm going to spend all this money on Louisiana." Well, if he had used the promo code gas. <laughs> He could have gotten 25% off his order, because I'm sure they grew hemp around there, and they made fine Delta Aid products. Mm. I mean, probably not as good as YoDelta.com, where you could also use the promo code GAS and get 25% off your order. You know what? Thomas Jefferson's a fucking idiot. (laughs) Moving on. Mike, we had to talk about Ukraine. They're doing some cool stuff in Ukraine. I'm going to need my traditional... Ukrainian music, Mike. And uh, because we got to talk about this, there was a story that came out in insider.com that says it was a big thing. It was trending on Twitter, and they're having raves. This is my good, this is my traditional Ukrainian music, uh, where they're having raves. This is the Ukrainian music we play every time we talk about Ukraine and our Ukrainian updates. We are the center of Ukrainian news here on the show. Um, but so uh, uh, their thing is they are having these giant raves in the streets of Kiev because now just blasting this I'm sure. Yes. Just this is their this is I mean this is Ukrainian techno music that is their national anthem. So they they're having daytime dance parties all around. What's funny about this is people Americans were annoyed by it. Why? I saw a bunch of Americans on Twitter annoyed that they're having parties in Kiev. Uh, because they're like, go join the fucking front line. We're we're paying for this. It's like, what an ass. That's like, like what an asshole. <laughs> Wait, you're saying the the Americans are the assholes for saying that? Yes. Nah, fuck that, dude. He's right. You think you right. think that these people should not be dancing, despite the fact that the front of this war has moved some ways down the road. By the way, think about how many of the dudes are dead now and have moved on with the army. Yo, those parties must be a fucking, it must be a fucking raw bar in that bitch. Just fucking dollar oysters in that motherfucker. Yeah, but I genuinely do believe that any dude who's there, who's not in the army, the girl's just going to be like, you are such a fucking bitch. Yeah. I'd rather eat pussy. Nah, bro. You don't know about, like, fucking Russians are homophobic as fuck, dog. That's the real reason they locked up Brittany Griner. Like, I'm telling you, dude. Fuck They're it. just going to fuck because they can't help themselves? Dude, that is the beta male... That's the male feminist move. Right? Like, that's what it is. It's always kind of the... We stay behind... Like, in, like, monkeys and shit. That's what they do. They stay behind. Where the fucking dude chimps go kill things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that... And that was always, like, it in, like, tribe stuff. That's why, like, back in the day, they'd be like, Oh, you don't n- really know who's fucking kids who's like 400 years ago because the dudes who are like and would stay behind and not go to war or whatever on hunting parties that would last days and shit they would slide in the puss while motherfuckers was gone that's what a beta male is so if these guys honestly though they look like they're fucking just killing it out there they're not in the army but it is kind of weird that a bunch of like how is there a random American YouTubers on the front line and not every man <laughs> in the city? Like, isn't yeah, there just like random dudes that showed up to volunteer for this army? Yeah, why is the? It's almost like that was a publicity stunt, and this whole thing is fake or something. 
why is the current uh, heavyweight champion of the world on the front lines right now? He's not the current heavyweight champion of the world. Usyk? Oh, I thought you were talking about Vitaly Klitschko. No. But Klitschko's the the whatever. He's the, the mayor of the Kiev. But yeah, yeah. fucking uh, the other guy, Usyk, who mm-hmm. just beat Anthony Joshua. Oh, okay. He, like, left the front lines to go to training camp for, like, a couple of weeks. <laughs> like, he was fighting... Yeah, like, but that yeah okay, well, as he should be. It is it is kind of weird that these guys aren't. These guys are not doing that. They're just going to do ecstasy and and have baseball bats in the street. I'll be honest. I'm like looking at this crowd. It's a lot of fairly younger. Pull up the picture. It's a lot of fairly younger dudes. Look at this. These are literally just dudes moshing. Oh yeah, if you're a mo- if you can mosh, you can war. Right? Then like that's the whole thing. All of these guys should be shamed. Yeah, they especially the DJ with the fucking same glasses that I wear. Yeah, I don't fuck with him. I'm sorry. You should be at war right to now. To be fair, though, if there was a war happening in New York and then they left, I wouldn't be like, I should probably sign up for this fucking war. I'd be like, oh, man, thank God this war is over. I can go get fucking snacks. Yeah, but I, we're too old to be moshing. I mean, we went to a bunch of raves during fucking COVID, Mike. Okay. We weren't moshing. We weren't moshing. That's true. These guys are mo- these guys are of moshing age. You should be if you're of moshing age, mm-hmm. you should be ducking bullets. Yes, I. There's just no like that's what if you're sh- if your country is at war. Yeah, especially if the war's in your country. It's not even like they gotta go far. It's like you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like it's down the street. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not even like you gotta like go do something. It's like a couple miles. <laughs> That's like if there was a war in New Jersey and I was 22. If I was 22 and there was a war in New Jersey, I might be like, I'll let them fuck up a little bit more shit before I go over there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'd be like, eh, I don't know. If they were I in- mean, I didn't join the army after fucking 9-11 and I was 19. Okay. It's right after 9-11, right? 2004, right? And the fucking Taliban. And also, I didn't say it at the time, but I really kind of believed it was American imperialism's fault. But whatever. The Taliban is like at the gates of Hoboken. You're not going to go over there? Like, we pushed him out of the Lower East Side, right? We got him all the way to the fucking path train. Wait, I pushed, I helped push him out of the Lower East Side and into the path train? I mean, look. I'm we a- got him in there like it was the end of Santa Con. They got on the LIRR <laughs> and fucking the path train. So we got them out of the city. We, we excavated the city of the fucking vermin. I might take a couple of weeks off. I, I'm not going to lie. All right. You don't know. Maybe they're going to go out there in a couple weeks. Probably not. No, go to the top picture, though. Because the kids in this, other than the the DJ, who's clearly 74 years old. Um, no, why do you have a different... Oh, yeah, this one. So that DJ clearly... I mean, he's got a Julius Peppers jersey. That yeah. guy has not been in the NFL since 2008. Yeah, he's got all gray <laughs> hair. He looks like Kurt Metzger from behind. And... Um, I mean, this Kid Rock impersonator that they've got going is just trying to rev them all up. But if you kind of look, the men there are very young looking. There's a chance they're all like 17. Yeah, these could be boys. Yeah. Right? Especially like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they might be 19. That guy's definitely, that guy has a mustache and fucking. Keep in mind, these, they all might be like police officers in Kiev. Kiev still needs police officers. You know what I mean? We don't know what the fuck these guys do. I just want to fucking find I, this picture of this dude. These are fairly young people. These might be high school kids. Look I at feel this like, guy. This guy's not a high school kid. 
This guy right here? Oh no, no, that is an old man at a high school party. Because <laughs> look, see that girl right there, right next, to, right behind this guy singing. This guy. So that girl could be four hundred years old or eleven. <laughs> I don't know, and I, I, do, I don't quite understand it. Yeah, there is a lot of young people here. I'll give you that. They don't necessarily need to be at war. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, maybe that's it. Maybe not. I, I thought it was, I just did think it was interesting that people were getting mad here. It's like the people at that rave didn't ask for the money. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, for all you know, those people are Russian sympathizers. Like, who knows? Well, no, they, they did. They're saying that they're, they're collecting money and some of that money is going towards the war effort. Oh, but they're giving their money. What do you mean? The people at the party. The people at the rave, yeah. Okay. So that's the same thing as buying a Zelensky Lego like a fucking asshole. Is it just donating money? That's a real thing? Yeah, dude. Okay, that's pretty lame. Um, there's there's, a- yeah, there's, you, you haven't seen Zelensky Legos? Well, I mean, look, if it's going to the Ukraine war effort anyway, They have to make the thing. Who does? Like, There's still a cost of the product. It's just like a portion of the profits. Yeah. Okay. But it's like if whatever. you actually care about the Ukrainian war effort, just give money. I don't. And this is a cool collectible. Oh, so you just want the thing? Yeah. That's fine, too. And it's also, I look, I kind of want the thing, and I can tell myself I'm doing a good deed because some of that money is going to a good cause. Kind of. I mean, realistically, bro, there was, I just read something yesterday, right? Only the headlines. And something was saying uh, that there was like a town in, in Mississippi. Uh, and it was going to cost up to $2 billion to fix their water system to give them clean drinking Jackson, water. Jackson, Mississippi. Right. We're spending $2 billion yes. on war in this country. $2 billion. I think we've day. already sent them $100 billion. No, I'm saying just today. Like the way that oh, like we yeah, amortize yeah, yeah. that $100 billion. Yeah, yeah. I think we've already spent. Today. I think we've already spent more money than we spent in the first two years of the war in Afghanistan. Now, Are obviously, you fucking with me? Well, I mean, obviously, it's 20 years later and there's inflation right now, Mike. I don't know if you've heard there's inflation? Yeah, have you heard about this? So as of May, it was fifty-four billion. And it's definitely been no, a no, lot it's more g- since then. They just wrote another check. Yeah. I think it's up to about a hundred billion. Um and if you go you can check the money, I think the first year in Afghanistan, uh I think it was thirty billion. I, I it could be fifty billion, it could be a hundred billion. I don't know. I, I I feel like I know that I, I feel like I've heard that number somewhere. Um you can go. You can find a chart of year by year spending in Afghanistan. So two. So it spikes. It spikes under Obama, really high. Dude, two point three trillion is what we spent. Well, overall, overall, you can find year by year spending. I've seen the graph. I just don't remember the numbers. Uh, oh, I have it here. It is uh, twenty three billion in 01, 23 billion in 02, 17 Okay, in so 03. hold on. There you go. Yeah. Even at fifty four billion, more than the first two years of the war in Afghanistan, dude. Which was our war. It's literally. Up until 2006, we've spent probably more in uh, Ukraine this year. Yeah. The first five years of the Afghanistan war. Look at that. 1920. That's $40 billion right there. $55 billion, 62, 72. That's a, a little less than 100 Yeah. And I think we're up to about $100 billion in Ukraine. And that's forget. I mean, look, there's, there's all years. these things coming that's out. Crazy. Where there's a. I mean, look, as one, I'm not a huge fan of Rand Paul. I think he's got a lot of fucking problems. But he was the only person who was like, yeah, we need to put like an inspector general on where this money's going. Because now, I mean, there was something that came out a couple weeks ago where it was just like they were saying like up to, I think it's only like a third of the money's actually reaching the front. 
Like, it's crazy. Like, a third of the arms and shit. Like, all, this, all these guns are just out there in Eastern Europe now. It's not like they haven't had fucking dust-ups with fucking terrorists before. Like, it's not a good... It's, it's not going well. Yeah, it's almost like none of this makes any sense. And why are we involved in the first place? I don't think we should have been involved too much in the first place. I said that in the beginning of the fucking war. Um, well, and then there's like a, there, I mean, there's more and more reports that sanctions aren't working that well because fucking Russia is just selling gas at a discount to fucking China and fucking India. And I'm sure Germany. No, they're allowed to sell natural gas. They're not allowed to sell oil, whatever. So gasoline prices in China never fucking peaked the way they did here. Because they're just getting discounted Russian gas because there's all these countries they can't do it. Then there's also also just things that are coming out where it's like a bunch of the countries that said they would do the sanctions are actually enforcing a lot of the sanctions. And it's actually only like 40% as effective as you thought. It's going to take a couple more years because fucking the way Russia works, they can kind of just take money from things and throw it into other shit. This is going to be a slow fucking grind, dude. Like this war is going to be a grind. Good thing these guys can fucking rave. Put on my fucking Ukrainian rave music, please. Hell yeah, this is my ra- this is my Ukrainian rave music. This is fucking fantastic. I'm gonna do some ketamine to this. <laughs> Moving on. All right, we got to talk about this thing that I got to talk about. Uh, that's been on my mind. Uh, I sent you a chart. Can you uh, actually? You know what? Here's how I'm gonna intro this bit. <clears throat> Mike, I have a theory. Okay. My theory is that Ronald Reagan raised the drinking age to 21 to give a shit ton of money to the banks through student loans. Ooh. It's a solid theory, correct? I mean, I like where we're going with it. I like anything that makes Ronald Reagan a villain. Uh, Ronald Reagan is a villain. Can you pull up the graph I sent you on Instagram? Uh, yes, I can. Uh, so I sent you a graph of it is student debt over time. Over uh, since the 60s. Um, so I got the date wrong here. It's 1967 that Sally May is created. The government started insuring student loans. It's around there that uh, uh, the first private banks created student loans. Now, you can see over this time, you see that there's a brief uptick around 1965, uh, 1975. You see that little uptick? No, before that even. You can see it's starting to trend upwards. That's where that business becomes viable. That's the Vietnam War and the uptick in the draft. That's the surge in the Vietnam War. Uh, because men in this country uh, uh, went to fight uh, in the war, but then if you went to college, it was created under the Korean War, you can defer service while you were in college. So a lot of people to avoid the draft would enter college. A lot of people didn't have the money. They were taking out student loans, and then that went away. Um, then around the 80s, so basically what happened was, during the Vietnam War, this is an interesting thing, they lowered the voting age to 18. It had always been 21 before that. Now, it's because the Vietnam War was the first war with conscripted service that was incredibly unpopular. The Vietnam War significantly less popular than the Korean War, um, and because it was so unpopular, they lowered the voting age because of these like youth movement uh, protests, and they lowered the voting age. So because they lowered the voting age... Up to that point, the drinking age was a state's rights thing. And most states had had the drinking age at 21. A ton of states lowered the drinking age to 18 because they figured the same rationale. 
if you can go over a season fight at 18, you can vote and you can have a drink, right? Makes sense. Does sound fair. Okay. Now, there was a massive uptick uh, years later in drunk driving deaths after these uh, laws went into effect. Um, The drunk driving deaths were national. Not state to state. A lot of states kept the drinking age at 21. California being one of them. A lot of the Northwest states kept the drinking age at 21. Um, Nationally, drunk driving deaths went down. And then because of that, Ronald Reagan uh, put a law into effect in 1984 that raised the drinking age to 21, effectively. It didn't actually do that, but it said you do not get federal highway funding if you do not have a 21-year-old drinking age, citing these drunk driving things. Here's the problem. They took the previous 10 years of drunk driving. The previous 10, 20 years of drunk driving. Like, obviously there was an uptick in drunk driving deaths after the Vietnam War. Because young men are the people most likely to die in car accidents. And they were all dying in the shit, Mike. So obviously they took this fraudulent statistic or like whatever, flawed statistic, and then they raised the drinking age back up. Now all these fucking young kids were used to drinking all the time now. And they're like, we got to keep drinking. So what are they going to do? They're going to take out student loans and go live in summer camp dorms and get blasted. I've been saying for years that I personally think that most student debt is based on housing loans. Most... there are, I know people who went to shittier SUNY State New York schools than are available to them in the city of New York. Hunter College and Baruch College are great colleges. I know people who took out massive loans to go to fucking SUNY Brockport or some bullshit. Like you, I mean, you're from fucking upstate. You fucking know that that's, that place has a bad reputation. Binghamton. Plattsburgh. Binghamton. These are not great universities. You know what I mean? There's great colleges in the CUNY system that are significantly cheaper. But motherfuckers were like, nah, I'm going to take a loan and get some pussy. Everybody kind of knows that. If you could just go out to a bar and fuck people, we wouldn't have the student loan crisis. But Reagan saw an opportunity, and he was like, if I just take, and we just say it's for the children, bong, monies. What do you think? But it was only, the, the only issue I have with that, right, is that it was only down to 18 for, like, seven or eight years. What do you mean? But people had already had a taste of that college life because of the fucking Vietnam War. Like, and they created, think about it, they, all right, so student loans were created during the Vietnam War. And they were giving these student loans, it was like in the 60s, right? And they were giving these student loans, the government was giving student loans, to just people that went into fields that we needed in the country. And that made sense because you want to go, okay, you're not going to go fight for your country. We'll give you money to be a fucking engineer so you can build guns that we could send over to these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, we were doing shit like that. And then it was just kind of like, no, everybody should go to college. Why? Because they fucking then be created this for-profit loan fucking incentive that all of a sudden exists, and then they take away a privilege from a bunch of people. It's a great way to spike things. Yeah, I mean, especially if they do give you the taste. They're like... They gave you the taste. Hey, like, you had to spend your entire high school... Imagine being 19, spending an entire year 
at bars drinking. You were you were grandfathered in at that point. No way. Yeah, you were. Certain states, but not all states. Some states did it immediately. It was you had so you until were- 1986 to bring it back, which means here you go. You have until 1986 from 1984. You're 17 in 1984. You turn 18 in 1985. You see this 1986 looming, and you're going, I'm liking this drinking and fucking chicks that are drunk outside in places. <laughs> uh, seems like that's going away. I uh, better hurry up and take out a student loan. <laughs> I better go over to SUNY Brockport. <laughs> this doesn't sound... And also, at the same time that they do this, they expand executive power on a ridiculous level. Federal power, that was the one of the biggest leaps in federal power. They tied federal funding to state laws. That's crazy. It was unprecedented. There was a lawsuit against it. Huh. Dole versus South Carolina. And they said that they can do it. But it's like, those that's the state's monies. You know what I mean? They took the money from the state and they go, you can't have your money back. That you gave us in taxes if you don't do this thing. It's the first time that was ever happened. Yeah, it's a gross, gross overreach of power. Much like Thomas Jefferson buying Louisiana. Look, we're on board. Look, we're all on board with that. You know where some of the best bars are, though? Louisiana. You know where they don't care about checking your ID? Louisiana. (laughs) High college dropout rate? Louisiana. I'm just saying... Look, man, I'm really, I really believe that this is absolutely a Ponzi scheme. Because think about it this way. If you if you didn't know that this was a good source of income, remember we've talked about it on the show before. Um, under George Bush Sr., there was a thing passed by Democrat Congress called PAYGO, in which he could not deficit spend any further. And he could not... Um, or he, he would have to raise taxes, but he promised he wouldn't raise taxes. So you had to find the money in the budget to create a new budget. So a big part of uh, all the loans being given by the government, therefore meaning all the... So the government was just insuring the loans before then. So if they default, if somebody defaulted, the government would just give the money. That's a real Reagan kind of deal. It's like, don't worry, give these dickheads loans. We know they're going to default. We'll give you the money. That's a real Reagan move, right? That's a real fucking sellout fucking... Pseudo Republican neocon fucking big money bullshit. In that, doesn't that sound real bullshitty? Like he's like, yeah, we can expand this business and we'll just give you the fucking insurance. Fucking, but then Clinton sees it and he goes, nah, we need that revenue. So he fucking in 1993 puts everything back. Now the federal government's directly loaning money to people and they're getting all the VIG. They never foresaw that this would bubble into a thing that people would default on. It's the big short, but it's a long game. I'm telling you, Mike, this is real. You're looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. No, but it was, so what's the end game here if they know the There was no end game. On? Those guys are dead. I mean, Clinton's not dead yet, but soon. True. They're all gone. This is somebody else's problem now. It's a gri- it was a grift. This entire raising the drinking age to 21 was a grift. Lowering the voting age was a grift. These are all grifts. It's this is all. all it's it, these are short cons over time. I'm telling you, we gotta lower this drinking age, Mike. I'm not disagreeing. If with we you. lower the drinking age, 
I guarantee you, within half a generation, we will eliminate a massive amount of the student debt. If New York City, think about it this way. You, you know how many people grow up in New York City and then just leave to go to college? There's so many good bars here. If you just let kids into bars, they're not going to go to fucking Albany to hang out. That's true, and you, but you do then, all right, so if this was true, mm-hmm. right, the only thing that I would and say— And then you can create a new business model of building small, tiny studio apartments and mortgaging them, and that's your starter home, to these kids. And that's also insured by the FHA. We could start a new Ponzi scheme, Mike. Just get on board, baby. So the only way I think this is actually true, right? Is I if, think it's true. Is if you also then have uh, large swaths of uh, these same banks mm-hmm. going out and setting up, um, you know, essentially shell companies to then buy up the property in these college towns to then rent back at or if you know, the, or rates. you know, if these same banks for decades unabated were setting up uh, 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 no credit check fucking credit cards outside of same said colleges. Okay, yeah. Now we're now we're talking. Yeah, because that was really yeah. Huh. Yeah. Because that was the big thing in the 90s. Also, you can't declare bankruptcy on student loans. Yeah. Like, it's honestly the... It seems like the perfect business that Ronald Reagan just handed these motherfuckers for 10 years unabated. Damn, dude. That's because... You know why? Because his wife was the original superhead. (laughs) He was like, look, I don't care. I don't care if I'm sending this country to hell in a handbasket. I mean, he didn't care at all anyway. <laughs> he didn't care. It should have been John Wayne. It should have been. He would have kept the drinking age down. Oh, yeah. It should have been a state's right. Look at the fucking map. It's kind of crazy how many places just were like, yeah, just let kids drink at 18. I think 18 is kind of, the rest of the world does 18. Yeah, but the problem is 18 really means like 16. I mean, it's 16 anyway, Mike. The real thing is, you know why you want 18-year-olds to be able to drink in bars? So they gain some social decorum. That's the reason why you want it. Because binge drinking skyrocketed at all these colleges also. Because there were plenty of college, there was plenty of people already in college, and they would just go to bars. And then it just kind of drove it into, like, because you would go out, you're 18, think about it this way. When you were, you didn't, you didn't really go to college like that, right? Uh, no. Okay. But you went to bars when you were like 18, 19. Yeah. But you had decorum around the older guys at the bar. True. Because you had to have decorum around older people. You still had that built into you. Now you just have a bunch of 18-year-olds trying to out 18-year-old each other in a fucking summer camp. But maybe, all right, but also, if they're drinking a lot and fucking a lot, that means we're going to have more kids. That's why they got to do the abortion ban. Make those people, Maybe it is a long con, Mike. Make those people have more kids so we have more people to send into the army so we can fight China in 20 years when we're going to need to. Mm. I think we'll have clones by then. You think? Clones are robots. Did you see? 20 years? Did you see they just uh, they just made like a liver or something like out of nothing? Or no, they made I, a fetus out of nothing. I'll take one of those. Oh. Yeah. Wait, that has a lot of stem cells that I could put in my liver, right? <laughs> Yeah. I'll take one of those then. Three fetuses, please. I have that drinking age map. Oh, let me see. So this was the one you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, So this is uh, all the blue states, which is uh, honestly the majority of the country for people listening. Um, 
because we're not doing a lot of video. But um, that's eighteen. Yeah, all of the blue is eighteen, and then there's a couple of purple that are nineteen and twenty, right? Uh, yeah. So the dark blue is eighteen for some, twenty-one for others. Like so, for instance, my hero, uh, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, which was uh, three point seven five percent alcohol by volume. Okay, uh, could be given to eighteen-year-old women, but men couldn't drink anything until they turned twenty-one. What, what percent alcohol? Three point seven five. Only beer. Only beer. So they couldn't have just a watered-down tequila soda? No, no, no. had to be 3.75 beer. So it's like... And a, they were 18, those girls? Yeah. I mean, women mature faster than men, Mike. Let's be honest. <laughs> you don't think that had anything to do with a bunch of older men being like, let's keep these, these young bulls away Harumph. from these yeah. kind of drunk 18-year-olds? That's exactly what it was. <laughs> uh, that was a bunch of uh, dudes going, well... The kind of sluts who are going to mosey on into the bar. We don't want them dealing with We don't want to have to. They didn't want to have to. <laughs> those guys didn't want to have to hang around all night <laughs> out drinking those younger men. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were just like, meh. <laughs> Come on in, ladies. We've got these. <laughs> what would they even be called? Coors uh, Ultra Lights? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got these uh, Budweiser Slims. <laughs> yeah. Come on in, ladies. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that's what a, a creepy that's fucking so creepy. Law. Fucking like, Oklahoma is the creepiest place of all time. We're gonna give you just enough alcohol where you might fuck us, but not enough where you're no, gonna we're be gonna a let, problem getting you out of this bar. We're gonna let you drink so you come into the place that we are. <laughs> yeah, that's all that law is. <laughs> and then none of your boyfriends are allowed. <laughs> <laughs> No boyfriends allowed. Yeah. And then you know what we're going to do? We're going to invent ladies' night. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's what it is. Oklahoma just invented ladies' night. Dude, yeah. They, yeah, the whole state was in ladies' night from 1965 to 1984. Fuck you, Reagan. <laughs> Fuck you. Damn, dude. Reagan just fucked up these poor Oklahomans. Oh, they had the fucking most beautiful Hold Ponzi on. scheme. Did George Bush Sr. win Oklahoma? <laughs> No, I think he was Texas, doggy. He mu- no, but he must have won Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. It's all red. <laughs> Man, that must have really stuck in their fucking cross. I will say this, though. The only information I could find on where the money was going, the Mothers Against Drunk Driving gave the maximum amount of money to George Bush Jr. Wait, for real? Yes. Wow, 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 wow. To a drunk driver. <laughs> noted, <laughs> noted. Noted drunk driver, George Bush Jr. Oof. The only drunker driver, James Bond Jr. <laughs> nah, James Bond Jr. never drank. On camera. Mm. True, true. Uh, oh, man, this Dukakis vote was a lot closer than I thought it was. Oh, shit, let me peep. Look at that. That's in Oklahoma? No, that's nationwide. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 45, 8% he won by? That's not a lot. Damn, Ron Paul did all right, though. Did better than the New Alliance, tell you that. Um, I don't know how to check by state. It's not really letting me do that. Yeah, mm. don't worry about it. Okay. But anyway, I think this is a solid. This is a solid theory that has ruined our country. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I I think twenty one twenty one year old drinking age is ruining our country. I think that's why the student loan debt exists. No, because I do think there is a certain. 
No other country has this level of uh, the the amount of dorming that this country has, and they all have eighteen year old drinking ages. Yeah, but it's like, look, as long as that exists, mm-hmm. as long as that's an option, even if you make the drinking age eighteen, sluts are still going to go to ASU. Yeah, well, you get rid of the loans. Oh. So yeah, it's like, look, if we're defaulting on all these loans and we're giving you loan forgiveness, well, you just for all you just let people know, like, you can take out loans for student housing. We will absolutely, like, honestly, I think the move is to make community college free and then just say to people, we're making community college free. We will never pay off your student loans. The only reason why we should ever pay off student loans or forgive student loans is if you go into a field that we are lacking employment in. Like I said, like I said, I think I said last week on the show, general practitioners. We have a shortage of general practitioners. Do we, we really? Yeah. We, yeah. The only reason why we it's not exacerbated is because of Indian and Nigerian immigrants hmm. who stay in the country for a few years to be residents. Like, that's why we have family practice doctors in this country. Like, it, it would be significantly worse we, because you can't make a lot of money as a family doctor in this country to pay off uh, medical school loans. So people go into surgery and things like that, plastic surgery, all sorts of other specialties. It, I'll forgive your medical fucking loans if you go into family practice. You know what I mean? Like It's like uh, Maine has a, pro- uh, a program like that where if you just live in Maine for five years after college, they'll pay off a fat chunk of your student loans or 10 years. Like So it's like, okay, do that. We need teachers in this country, right? We have a shortage of teachers. Okay, federally pay off their fucking student loans. That's not a bad idea. If you stay in that field, if you stay in primary education for five years, or you have to be a grad, you have to you have to have a graduate degree. So that's a lot more money. Ten years will pay off this much of your student loans. That's not fucking unheard of or crazy. Just I, honestly, like if we're gonna be taking this money in taxes and sending it to Ukraine, we may as well be using it to fucking educate our fucking populace. Even though. We've talked about on this show before, Mike. I think we need less people going to school, just in general. I think college is a scam. Can't argue with that. Yeah. We have more... that. It does bother me that... It, it is something that like significantly bugs me that the average person thinks the American populace is uneducated, right? But has no problem with higher education. Despite the fact... That we have more college graduates per capita than any country in the fucking world. Per capita? Yes. Wow. Yes. We did it on the show about eight months ago. There's a site called The World in Maps that'll show you uh, college graduates per capita uh, worldwide. And it we have by far the most. Huh. So... My theory is the reason why you have the most college graduates oh. per capita uh, uh, in the world is because Ronald Reagan raised the drinking age to 21 unnecessarily to give a bunch of money to the banks in loans that cannot be forgiven even with bankruptcy. Moving on. Remember a couple weeks ago we talked about the stupidest tweet of all time? 
Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you sent me another stupid tweet this week. <laughs> Can we take a look at that tweet? Oh, yeah. I'm excited for this. Um, let me see here. Oh, fuck. All right. Yeah. You got it? Yeah. No, I just saw something else that made me really excited, but I don't think we're going to get to it today. We can if you want. Okay. It's just, it's quick. But okay. You know what was neither in Ashley Biden's diary nor in Hillary Clinton's emails or on Hunter Biden's laptop? Tons of classified and top secret documents. That shit was at Mar-a-Lago. Now, I don't know the difference between top secret and classified. Do you? Uh, no. Okay. But the whole thing with Hillary Clinton's emails were, they were classified. They were all classified emails that instead of having on a classified, protected government server, she had on a private server. That was the whole controversy. And Hunter Biden's laptop just had a bunch of crazy shit on it. Like, it had a bunch of him trying to fucking get money for selling his dad's influence on it. Like, we all fixated on his cock. As you do. Like, honestly, probably the best thing for Joe Biden is that there's so many videos of Hunter Biden getting his dick sucked. Because the amount of fucking crazy shit that's seemingly about Joe Biden on Hunter Biden's phone and laptop. Like, and I'm not saying Trump didn't commit a crime with his Mar-a-Lago shit. I don't really know where it falls. It seems like he violated the Presidential Espionage Act. There's this weird gray area where he could have declassified his own documents. I don't fucking know. It seems fishy as fuck to me, but let's not pretend that these other things aren't fucking real. I mean, that diary thing that we talked about ad nauseum last week was probably stupid. Like, that's not classified or top secret or anything. Why is that stupid? It's not stupid, but it's not like that's not actually, like, bad for the country. I mean, I guess not good for the country. I mean, it is if if we have our sitting president being a uh, incestual pedophile. Yes, I think that's a matter of... Well, he didn't smash. I mean, come on, dude. Okay. Still a virgin, you know? Um, all right, so I have, the, I have the difference between classified secret and top secret. Okay. Uh, classified is disclosure might reasonably cause injury to the national interest. Secret implies uh, when compromise might reasonably cause serious injury to the national interest. And top secret applies when compromise might reasonably cause exceptionally grave injury to the national interest, the possible impact must be great, immediate, and irreparable. Hmm. So top secret's the big one. Well, I but isn't that all relative? No, I mean it's the the documents themselves are classified under this uh this like um tier. Okay. Oh, so like that people make the decision if these things fall under these things. Right. So like when you're classifying something. Now so would be like this is classified, it's confidential. With the Trump Mar-a-Lago stuff, were they all top secret? I I, I, I heard the word cla- I mean these things these words are being used interchangeably. You know what I mean? Mhm. Um I know that well, Hillary- classified is a catch-all. Confidential yeah. is the lowest level, top secret's the highest level. Classified is just used as a catch-all. A catch-all for all three. Okay. So, do you have something? I'm seeing classified folders at Mar-a-Lago. Top secret doc step... Top secret doc steps away from Mar-a-Lago catering hall. Michael Cohen. Um, Empty folders that had contained classified documents. Uh, I'm not seeing anything about it actually being, like, top secret documents. 
Okay. So, I mean, that seems like the same thing. Trump as like- mixed classified documents with personal items like clothes. That <laughs> 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 just rules. Dude, he's just such a dunce. Dude, imagine that you're looking for your suits and you accidentally drop the nuclear codes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where those are. It's like, yeah, like... Like putting on a coat you haven't worn in a few years and finding that 20 is a big deal to the average person. Trump's just like, oh, what's in here? The cure for AIDS. (laughs) Oh, the formula for magic bullets. Oh. I knew I had that somewhere. This picture is great. He just dips his golf balls in whatever the formula they put on the bullet that killed JFK is. I like to think that he's just Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack, really, in his day-to-day life. <laughs> just coming through with a fucking Chinese developer and yeah, yeah, yeah. like, driving on the wrong side of the car. Look at this, dude. This image is so great. Just Trump flipping <laughs> through documents. Like, the fact that that meme exists is great. Dude, also, I like, that, I like that he's as disorganized as I am. Oh, yeah. Like, how the hell? Like, I get it if you like the guy. I can't imagine that... You still think the guy's like a patriot and not just a fucking lunatic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't even think he's necessarily a malicious guy. Some of the stuff that his administration did, I agreed with. I don't think he's like this evil, evil figure. I think he's just like, I think he's a crazy narcissist. You know what I mean? Like, it's like. Very sad old man. I don't even think he's that sad of an old man. He's no Scotty Pippen. I mean, dude, you just, if. All right, what's a bigger, what's a bigger getting cucked moment, right? The whole Scottie Pippen's thing with Jordan, or losing an election to a guy who doesn't know where his pants are. I think Joe Biden knows where his pants are. Do you think? He's wearing them. I hope. I mean, because he has handlers. <laughs> I don't know, man. That that weird red speech that he gave was very coherent. That was yeah. You don't think it was coherent, more coherent than he's ever been? I mean, it seemed like a cutscene out of a uh, fucking Command and Conquer. Oh, it definitely looked like the sequel to Starship Troopers. <laughs> like I don't, I'm not pretending it didn't. Like I was thinking about like what, like what, like optically looks worse, like him doing that or Bush with the Mission Accomplished banner. What was stupider, fucking imagery? <sighs> yeah, that that red. Can you pull just pull that up for one second. It's just, why did they do, who thought that was a good idea? I mean, this is truly wild. (laughs) He's never looked eviler. And then just repeatedly saying not all Republicans was also not, yeah, it's very Palpatine-y. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Everything about this just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not, it's not good. Up, up, up. Oh, is that a Nazi thing? It kind of seems like it might be. Mm. He's go- oh, he's going up. He's got the. He's on the way. He's getting there. Yeah. He's getting there. Uh, uh, I might do it. I might there. do it. He's getting there. <laughs> oh man. He's he was he was pretty mushy mushy mouth, but he did speak a lot better than he'd ever spoken before. It was. It's such a weird set. Also, we watched that where it was like Trump clearly got vaccinated on a set. We watched that on the show, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, fucking. God, it's all just so fake. Yeah, the whole thing is very silly. I'm starting to believe the Stanley Kubrick moon landing thing. Yeah? Yeah. How do we start this? Um, 
This wasn't the other thing I was talking about. This is something new. This is one of your things. The tweet. Oh, the tweet. The stupidest tweet ever. Just, like, not realizing that these are all equivalent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Hillary Clinton's emails. I'll, I'll take the I'll take the Ashley Biden diary out because, again, they were, like, her in-rehab diaries. Yeah. So who the fuck knows what her mental state was. But the Hunter Biden laptop, for certain, Hillary Clinton's emails are maybe not equivalent, but she was the Secretary of State at the time, for fuck's sake. Right. Like, it was thousands of emails. Like, yeah, it was. they're all supposed to be on, like, a fucking private secure server it's almost the same thing who cares if they're print there's this weird thing (laughs) where like people like we said this with the january 6th thing right where it's like it's like well they tried to stop the counting of that vote and i go so what that information existed on the internet it's the same information i know i'm repeating myself and i i know you hate this it's fine I'm, just in, I'm in actual physical pain at this point. What from what? I've just needed an Advil for like three hours. Mm. You should start drinking again. <sighs> I might have to. Go. Yeah, it's just tequila in there, dude. Just go. Just go hard or go home. All right, moving on. Do you need to go? No, I wanted to talk about this. Uh, I wanted to talk about this. Did you see this? Ari Spears, uh, Tiffany Haddish thing. I did not see the sketch. You told me about it. I can't find the sketch. I've looked everywhere for it. It's like not. It's wiped. It's pretty well wiped, I think. It's Tiffany Haddish, though. You must be able to find it. It was on Funny or Die. I don't know, dude. I looked. I will. I will. Is that the kind of thing that maybe. Did it get a lot of views? I don't think so. So what do you have from it? Uh, I don't have anything from it. I just have this uh, video of Ari Spears uh, having a conversation uh, with And getting beat gentleman. up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw this. It just makes me laugh. Is it, is it uh, Holcomb, that guy? I don't know. I don't even think it's even relevant, but it's just Aries Spears getting his ass beat. Light-skinned nigga. Motherfucker put hands on you, nigga. Give you real black eyes. Come on, don't do that, nigga. And that's the truth, nigga. Trust me, nigga. You could, I, I, trust I've me, had nigga. about enough of your shit. That's no, Corey Holcomb's show, right? That's the truth. Nigga, know, shut the it? fuck up while I'm out. Honest niggas are the light skinned niggas. Yeah. They wish they could be black. But that'll do that work, though. No, I know. Go ahead with your Okay, let's all I'm not drunk, nigga. I know. I don't drink, nigga. I'm very clear minded. Uh huh. Which means I'll fuck you okay. up even more because I'm drunk, nigga. Mm-hmm. But hold up. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> light skinned nigga. Uh, this just makes me laugh. So he's he's in trouble right now for being a pedophile. No. Yeah, I mean that's essentially what they're what they're throwing at him. No. So yeah, because the kids themselves are like uh, are speaking up about how they were like made to feel uncomfortable and were sexualized, and they were very young kids. Okay. So the kids themselves were like the the son and daughter of uh, another comic in L.A. who was friends with Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish was doing this sketch with Aerie Spears. Mm-hmm. She needed to use somebody's – she needed kids for the thing. And instead of getting actors, she just got her friend to, like, lend her the two That's kids. That's probably the better way to do that if it's going to be sexually explicit, no? I guess. Was it sexually explicit? You uh, watched it. No, I didn't watch it. I just read, like, the the what was, you know, like, the descriptions of it. And mm-hmm. it was essentially, like – they, I, I saw a clip from it, and it's like the Tiffany Haddish goes, and it's just like dropping her kids off with Aerie Spears, 
and uh, he's like the uncle or, you know, somebody who she trusts for whatever reason. And you can just he has this look in his eyes like, I'm going to fuck these kids. And then apparently in the uh, in like the, the sketch itself, it's like he like makes her eat like a, a croissant or something. And she just has to like moan sexually while eating it. And it's like she's 11. This is what? not OK. I don't understand the premise. Uh, Pull the, up the article. Yeah. OK. Um but the whole premise is just like, watch who you leave your kids with, because there's some creeps out there. Oh, so it's supposed to be helpful. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so, wait. Are they are they letting black celebrities into the cabal now? I guess. Are they going to Epstein's Island? I Tiffany Haddish? It must be. Wow. Breaking the color line, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's everywhere right now. Oh, so there's a lawsuit against the uh, Spears and uh, Haddish. For the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parents of the kids? No, the kids themselves. They've like grown up enough where they're like, yeah, I was, I was touched. <laughs> oh. Or like, no, the complaint claims that Spears told Jane to mimic what she had seen on the screen, including the noises precisely like she had heard throughout the video. The 14-year-old, who was allegedly nervous and disgusted, fell silent until Haddish returned to the room. Haddish verbally explained what was expected of plaintiff Jane Doe and then showed plaintiff Jane Doe how to give fellatio, including movements, noises, moaning, and groaning. At that point, Jane told the Daily Beast, I knew 100% what they wanted out of me. The lawsuit describes Spears allegedly looking on while physically, emotionally, and mentally uncomfortable. Holy shit. I'm glad he got punched in the face. Yeah, right? I tried to mimic what they wanted me to mimic, but it still came out just super uncomfortable, Jane told the Beast. I knew I had... Uh, I knew when I left the booth that I didn't complete what they wanted me to. Haddish paid Jane $100 to lawsuit claims before sending her home. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let me see if I can find this like clip from the front end, and you'll see exactly how creepy this looks. Oh, you're, you can find the early parts of it. I'm going to, yeah, it's, it's like there's, there's like little snippets of it that have like made it onto Twitter, but I'm pretty sure Twitter is uh, aggressively deleting it. Oh, aggre- or at least hiding it. Right, right, right. Um, let me see. It's weird that they would do that. It's not like these are not, you know, protected people. What do you mean? Is Tiffany Haddish like some holy god now? No, I feel like they're protecting the child. Oh, because you know I mean? the like, kids are active plaintiffs in a lawsuit, and they're intentionally using their—they're intentionally using Jane and John Doe. That makes sense, right? Yeah. So this is the this is what I saw. Right back. Look, do whatever Uncle Pete asks you to do, okay? All right, thank you so much. If you need anything, just call me, okay? Oh, the kid is naked. Oh, shit. They're covering the kid with a do- picture of a dog. Oh, or at least it's, or they're just cu- tidy whities or something. Okay. Uh, oh, this is creepy. Yeah, I don't know how you could watch this back and think this is funny enough to release. <laughs> this is. I'll be right back. All right, but I'm I'm good on Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad he got punched in the face a whole bunch. We work for a place full of bad decisions. Right, right, right. And that's just bad. Yeah, no, it's rough. Like, and I get that, like, we, there's always the thing is, like, well, something has to be funny. And it's like, I get that they were trying to be f- funny, but, like, 
I I don't know. I mean, I get like again, I get that they were trying to be funny, and I don't I don't think Ari Spears and Tiffany Haddish are pedophiles. I think they just had an idea that was bad. What do you think? Um, so it's like, look, specifically, yeah, I mean, I agree. Oh, shit. All right, I found more of the video. Oh, God damn it. Do you want more of this? And it's uncensored this time, like, okay. without the dog. Okay. All right. I don't want to see this little kid. Oh, look at him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, that is... I mean... It's a funny idea. You think it's a funny idea? Like, like I, if we just talked about it on a podcast, it would be a funny bit. Visually looking at it, it's absolutely not good. Especially in the context... Yeah, you don't want to see that on screen, especially knowing that, like, you brought a child in to do this. Yeah, the idea that you'd be like, yeah, we're going to get, like, it's like the kind of thing that they would try to do that joke with, like, Britney Spears when she was 18 on SNL or something. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that kind of bit. They'd have her play a 16-year-old. Right, 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 right. You don't do it with a kid... That's the fatal flaw. That's like... That's a kid kid. That's a kid kid. Right. Like, that was a very... That's what's crazy is that they they said I, that was a 14-year-old kid? No, like, that's a that was a 9-year-old, I think. The oh, other, yeah. His okay. sister. Like, the, there was one oh, of the... Oh, I see. There's one of a girl and one of a boy. And oh, apparently... Because that was a not... Yeah, that was a kid. And apparently, the like, from what I just read there, uh-huh. they, they gave Jane $100 and sent her home ostensibly that means the parents were not on set for this. Well, yeah, it's a non-union shoot, I assume. Yeah, but regardless, like, I'm sure, like, trauma's non-union, and the parents of child actors, I'm sure, still show up. Yes. So, like, I mean... Obviously, they're friends with Tiffany Haddish, right? Like, that was the whole thing? Yeah, they call their Auntie Tiff. Damn. To then put those kids in that? Ugh. Well, I mean, it is always the ones close to you, Mike. You know what I mean? That's a lot. I'll tell you. I mean, what's worse? The fact that uh, she did that, or the fact that she's just in every fucking movie ever now. <laughs> and I have to watch her terrible... Let's pull up her IMDb. She's in every movie ever. She's a terrible actress. I've never seen even one minute of her stand-up. I can't imagine it's good. I've seen a minute, and I saw her get booed off stage in that minute. Well, that was when she was like 17 or something, right? No, no, no. It was like after she blew up. It was she, right after she blew a kid. No, she did like oh. a she did like a New Year's show for in Miami and mm. uh, got like booed off stage. In a minute? It was like the minute that I watched was her getting booed oh. until she left the stage. Uh, so she It's like 45 fucking movies in the last 3 years. Easter Sunday, she's in the Proud Family TV series, Unbearable Way to Mass Talent. I mean, a bunch of TV shows. Yeah, she's just every fucking where. Bong, 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 bong. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a lot. SpongeBob movie. Look at all this. Yeah, she's got like 10 TV shows on TV now. I mean, what's wor- what has she done worse for the world? This one sketch or making us watch her horrible acting? Oh, she's pretty good in Keanu. Was she good in it or was that just a good movie? It was a good movie, and she was good in it. She's fine. 
All right. I'm just saying, Aisha Tyler, much better. Always. Hotter, too. Yeah, but they're, they're different. She's getting older. I get it. Yeah, they're different age ranges. That's fine. You can't find me somebody better than her. The chick from Sonic. Uh, yeah, Regina Hall. Regina Hall also the same. No, is Regina Hall has got to be older than her. Really? Yeah. Is that is Regina Hall not the girl from? No, it's somebody else. Oh, Regina Hall's fifty-one. Jesus, yeah. black really don't crack. Yeah, she looks great. Uh, Taraji P Henson also. 51. But also, I feel like Regina Hall could do all of the Tiffany Haddish roles. Probably. And she's much better. Yeah. I don't ever need to hear her voice in a cartoon when Regina Hall exists. True. It's crazy. True. That's also true. Um, You're not helping. What do you mean? Oh, Megan Good? That also works. She's also a little older, I guess. No. Yeah. She could be in all these Megan movies. Megan Good's 41. Oh, there you go. She could be in all these movies. This yeah. It's crazy. How is there ever a role that comes up where... They were just like, let's give it to Tiffany Haddish. They, she's literally a year older than Megan Good. How did she get so fucking famous? I don't know. Have you seen Megan Good? Yeah. Gabriel Union? She's Megan Great. Yeah, look at this. Golly. Yeah, this is crazy. And none of these are the girl from the, the Sonic movie. No. <laughs> just look up the IMDb for Sonic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. Oh, Natasha Rothwell, Rachel, or Maddie, the black chick from the Sonic. There's movie. two black chicks. Pull up the screen. Which one? Was yeah, Maddie. One? There you go. She's the main one. Why can't she do it? She's also not great, but it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. Well, she. Oh, she was in Sonic too. Yeah. You just watched that, Mike. I didn't watch. You have ADHD. When did I? I watch can't Sonic deal with too? this. You know what? I want to make. I you need to go on ADHD meds for this show. <laughs> I demand it. You bitch. Uh, when what did I, when did I just watch Sonic Two? I don't know when it came out. You didn't watch it? No. She's also forty two. Why are all these bitches forty two? Megan Good is younger than either of these two. That's crazy. Megan Good should be in more she stuff. She should be in more stuff. She's super hot. Yeah. And a great actress, I assume. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. She's so hot. She's definitely better than these two. Easily. What are we even doing? You know what? Let's get her to fucking spray baby oil on some kid while bumping grind place. Honestly? I'll watch that. I I think that's where they fucked up. They should have reversed the roles. Tiffany Haddish should have been being the creep, and then this would be fine. Honestly, that too, yeah. They could have just done that. Yeah. I think we're not even standing here. Ari Spears looked like a creep. Yeah. What a fucking creep. Moving on. All right, one thing and we're out of here. Okay. Doing Ask the Goon? Or did you have something else you wanted to do? Oh, we're not going to do the 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 greatest uh, broad daylight heist of all time? Oh, I mean, we'll we'll end with that, but that'll be a quick one. Hold okay. on. Uh, hold on. My headphones are getting all fucky in here. What is going on in here? I don't know. All right. You're well, in there. I'm not. I'm holding this thing down because that's the only way I can hear you at this point. There's something wrong with this thing. Okay. Um, uh, we got an Ask the Goon. And if you want to ask your life advice, you can go to askthegoon at gmail.com. This isn't necessarily life advice, but you can ask us anything. You can ask us if you look cute in that outfit. We don't care. Ask whatever you want. 
askthegoon at gmail.com. It's mostly for life advice, but you can ask us anything. This is more of a question about how we would do things. Okay. Right? Um, hold on. Let me pull this up. Uh, here's a question. The shadow government recruits you to fix race relations in the U.S., but it's behind the scenes so no one can attack you for quotes of a goon or for being a low-key wigger. I'm a high-key. Uh, you're given significant leeway to implement your plans, and the president has to sign off on everything because of the shadow government, and that's how it works. Also, for some reason, they want Harrington and the racehorse there as your advisors. I guess so someone keeps you in check, and you're not all over the place just because people who want to stay on your good side pretend all of your ideas are brilliant. I mean, isn't that why I would have you there, Mike? You think all my ideas are brilliant, don't you? Thank you, Racehorse. Thank you. I appreciate that. All my ideas are brilliant. Now, how would we start this? We're going to fix race relations in this country, right? Mm-hmm. I think we got to lower the price of white people food, raise the price of brown people food. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's the way to do this. I think that's a big part of why we devalue certain cultures, particularly, I'm going to throw this out there, Mexicans. We devalue Mexicans. There's no reason tacos should be that cheap, really. And there's also no reason French food should be that expensive, really. I've made both. There's a lot more ingredients in the French food, but I'm just saying it's overinflated in price. It's crazy. We should make them have French food trucks, too. I think this is a good idea. This is my first thing. You're not even arguing with me. I mean, look, if you're telling me I'm going to be able to get some... Taco Vaughn in a truck. Just some duck foie gras in a fucking... <laughs> get that right on Metropolitan Boulevard? How is that different than Cabeza? Come on, they're both awful. Okay. Um, what do you got, Mike? I don't know. I mean, you're supposed but, to be advising me. Look, I am, I am your yes man. I'm your patsy. Okay. I think it's the racehorse that you're really going to need to get the green light on some of these ideas from. All right, racehorse, we got some ideas. You got some ideas? You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think uh, he's, uh, yeah, he's uh, I'm just going to spitball some ideas. Okay. One, we acknowledge that we created AIDS, but you spread it. Uh, why are you getting so mad? We created it. It could have stopped with the first guy. Why are you angry at that? Oh, is this about gays? It's more of a gay thing. This is a monkeypox situation. I don't know if he would say monkeypox. First thing I do, change the name of monkeypox. We're going to call it polar bear pox. That'll make either, everything even, right? There we go. We're getting there. All right, let's go to some other stuff. Uh, what are some things? There's inequality. I got it. I have a theory that uh, the reason why the poorest black people have constant interactions with the police is because they live in densely populated cities. And police response time in densely populated cities is significantly faster than in rural areas where poor whites live. And it might take 20 minutes for the cops to get there. So in the poorest black neighborhoods, I'm going to reduce police response time to 20 minutes. Great idea. Yes, I'm fucking killing it as the czar of race relations. I'm fucking destroying. These theories are fucking great. Um, okay, let's think. What else? Okay. Would you, would you redistrict any of the, the, you know, like the redlining? What do you mean? So I like, think they did that already. Yeah? Those redlining maps are from like the 20s. Oh. No, they're from the New Deal. When is that? That's the 30s. Yeah. So go in there and like purposefully fuck them up. 
Just go fuck up the maps? No, I'm saying, like, go in there, take the red line the way it was. Oh, and reline them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give them a lineup. Give them a lineup. Give them a fresh fade. Yeah. Hell yeah. But like I'm saying, move the lines all around. Oh, like those fucking crazy hairstyles in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, bugged out. Tight like lineups. A, like a kid in place. That's a out. fucking, that's a good move. Good, the tight lineups. That's it. We're going, all right. What do you think, Racehorse? We're fucking killing it. We are so good at being the Zara race relations, Mike. We're fucking destroying. What's the next thing? Um, hmm. They say inner city schools are not well funded. Is that a thing? Okay. Instead of bake sales, drug sales. Oh, my God. People like drugs, and there's a higher margin than on baked goods. You fucking idiot. I don't even know if you're mad because I'm an idiot or because I'm pointing out good economics. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to throw this out here. They always say the CIA created crack and distributed it through the community. And I think that's true. But I think that people should take it back for themselves because I want to empower the black community. This is my first This is my first pitfall is, is, is our race relations. See, we're doing this bit at the end of the show because I'm good and drunk now. Um, all right. Well, no, but for that, what about if you just sent all those inner city kids to, you know, Kanye West has his own school. I'm sure that's not a good school. I mean, dude, it looks like a pretty fucking sweet school. Oh, is it? Yeah, I mean. Will you send all of them there? I mean, look. I feel like he's going to be more mad than fucking Eric Adams is with the migrants and shit. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Um, let's see here. Donda School. Um, Donda Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a school he has where he, look at this, right? This is your cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're in like a nice art space. You're eating a lot of green vegetables, some pitas in there. Mm-hmm. You got a teacher lady who's, te- it doesn't te- look like a good, like it, it looks pretty, This that looks like heaven's gate. Kind of. Well, yeah, it's cause they're all wearing uniforms designed by Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also it's in like a weird bunker. Well, I mean, it's in an art space. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It's an art space. What do you mean? It's a fucking warehouse. Yeah. He's just got a bunch of kids in a warehouse eating tortillas. Uh, yeah, but it's like a whole, it's a whole thing. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had, he started out with a basketball team, mm-hmm. right? Just the Dubs. Uh, the Dubs? Yeah, the Donda Dubs. And now it's a, it's a full academy. Uh, mm-hmm. with a website. Look at this website. I mean, it's pretty good graphics. How we learn? Bomb. Backwards. 12 students per class. Okay, that's pretty good. Right? You got a whole... uh, All right, so that's what we do. Fix racially. We make... Kanye is the secretary of education. Good? No, just for inner city schools. Just... Okay. He's the secretary of black education. Okay, good. Well, there's other races. Here's what I actually think. This This is a good one. I think white people and black people, right, have to get together... And then we choose one race that's not white or black that we all make fun of. <laughs> How are you mad at that? We're coming together. All right, who are you picking? Who am I picking? No, it's not for this is a, We're putting this to a vote. <laughs> we're putting this to a vote. And you know what? Here's, here's what we'll all vote. We're going to let black people do all the nominating. Yeah. Yeah, and then we're going to let them have the primary, and then there'll be a general election between the two top candidates of all the other ethnicities and races that live in America. So black people will get to do all the nominating, and then they could choose Mexicans, 
and we'll, we'll classify Puerto Ricans as different. And then they can have uh, brown Asians. They can do Filipinos is one thing, like those types of Southeast Asians. And then they can do Indians. And then they can do and, and Middle Easterns separate. And then other Asians. And then Native Americans. Or, and then whatever else there is. They, they can, we'll, have, we'll let them do the nominating. Uh, to, we'll, we'll break it down to three groups. We'll put the Jews in there. We assume the Jews are going to get a buy in this. Mm. Um, so it'll be the Jews and two other races... And we'll do a, a, a primary between those three amongst the black people. And then it'll be the Jews and whoever else they pick. And then we'll do a general election. And then we'll all gang up on the Jews. Clearly. Obviously. Yeah, that's how that's going to work. I think I've saw, I think I've, I mean, I think that's, was that a four-point plan? We should probably have a five-point plan, right? Mm. Um, okay. Uh, bring back Colt 45 to 1970s prices when Billy D. Williams was... Hmm. I like that price fixing, but just for malt liquor. Just for malt liquor. Should we mentholate it? Remember that product, Cool Colt? No. It was mentholated? No. Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. What? They, that was a product that existed. <laughs> but can anybody get Colt 45 at these prices? Yes. Okay, so it's a better country. So, I mean, like, I think I think that's how you bridge the divide, right? Is like, you know, you you bring down the price of French food, you bring up the price of tacos. So that's going to make more people be like, all right, it's unilateral. Food costs about the same everywhere. I'm going to go try all the different cultures, so I'll respect mm-hmm. all the different cultures, and I'm not feeling all hoity-toity eating my fucking snails and shit yeah, all, yeah. for every well, meal. It's like, every it's now like and then I'll get a thing. burrito. Like, I remember for years people would say that they it's crazy to spend $15 for a bowl of ramen, but I'm like, you'll spend $15 for a bowl of spaghetti. That's the same food. Right? Yeah. This makes sense. It 100% makes sense. And then you wash it all down with some cheap malt liquor, and everybody's on the same page. Mm. Little nightcap. Right? All right. I think we're there. I think we did it. I think we solved racism in America. All right. Now let's watch this car chase video. Moving on. This is the craziest video I've ever seen that I'm just going to describe to people because we're not releasing this video. We're not? No, we, we are. Oh, shit. What's going on? That's a Honda Pilot. Seems that way. All right. What we're watching is in uh, uh, the Upper Toyota. East Side, which is a pretty nice neighborhood. I think it's the Upper East Side or the Upper West Side. Uh, a BMW chasing a Toyota Mercedes. Highlander. Oh, it might be a Nissan Maxima chasing a Toyota Highlander. It's a Mercedes. Is that a Mercedes? Yes. I can't see the It's thing. a Mercedes AMG. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. So you see him beating on the window here with yeah, a he, gun. Yeah. He's pistol whipping the window trying to break in. Right. Now, mind you, they just did donuts down a block, and they crashed into each other. Now he runs out. You see he's got the bag in his left hand? Oh, yeah. He's got a duffel bag on him, and he's just out. It's a daytime heist, my dude. What do you think was in the bag? Have they found any information on this online? I don't think so. I haven't seen. Yeah, I didn't see it in any of the newspapers. No. It's crazy that this is going to be talking about. This is the craziest video I've seen in forever. This is on 91st Street. Do you think it was cash, diamonds, drugs, top secret documents? Could be top secret. That is Donald Trump's day car. Is the Toyota Highlander? What do you think, though? Seriously, what do you think's in the bag? Um. 
I hate that the camera turns away from the guy while he's like making the exchange. Yeah. You can see he clearly comes back with like a backpack or a satchel or something. Yeah. You got to assume you got to assume it's drugs, but I want to think Dude, I always remember this is a crazy story. My buddy used to work at the Chase in Times Square and he would tell me he'd be like, "You, you ever want to make a bunch of money? This is in the 90s." And he goes, he goes, "Here's what you do." Uh, uh, the woman who run this is before everybody used credit cards. He goes, the woman who ran Caroline's at the time used to just walk with a paper bag with all of the money from Caroline's from a headliner weekend through Times Square. Like I'm sure that's not the case anymore, but it was like it was like 1997, and he was like he was like think about it, it's all tourists. You just follow that lady any Monday and make a ton of money. It's just like. That's fucking, so it could be something like that where it's like those guys were just clocking a store owner for years. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, what are like still cash businesses? You know what I mean? Like, is there still a mostly cash business? Because I'll tell you this, every bar I've worked in, like once we introduced credit cards, even when I worked in Queens 10 years ago, credit card sales in like, 2015 were like 70% then. Now it's like 90% of sales for all service industry or 80% of sales for all service industry is fucking, you can't, like, people used to like mug busboys because it was worthwhile. Now they're getting a fucking payout every couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Like, what about, uh, so it can't be so it can't be cash is what I'm saying is like I don't know that that's a cash business. It could be jewelry from like a jewelry store. Weed could be weed from a fucking weed store. It could be cash from a weed store. Right. Because here's the thing: these guys, a lot of these smoke shops are like opening up as bodegas in New York right now, and I, a lot of them are gonna get fucked this way. I've been saying this for a while. There's like all these random illegally operating. So they haven't issued any retail licenses in New York state yet, but there's all these places operating. They all take credit cards, right? Here's the thing is that if you go to chase, if you open an account with chase, they literally will say to you, no cannabis. If chase finds out you're selling cannabis, they'll just lock your account and you have to sue JP Morgan to get your money back because you've committed fraud by telling them, the wrong thing about what you're doing with your business. Um, I have a friend who works at Dime Bank. He's like, we only will do CBD. There's like not a lot of places that will take... So it could be money from one of those, like a speakeasy, right? Because those exist all over the place. But even those, I feel like I've been in weed speakeasies and everybody's paying with fucking Apple Pay. Yeah. Uh, so you want it, You ready for this? Uh-huh. You know what they were after? What? $20,000. Cash doesn't from, seem like enough. From who? Doesn't say. It just says a fifty-five-year-old man, and it says that they uh, made out with twenty thousand dollars for jumping back from the Mercedes and driving off. Uh, There's no reports of any injuries, and the men are still at large as of Saturday. Well, do they have suspect names? No. Well, I mean, they got off free and clear with twenty grand. It's fine. So it seems like they. There's not no money, Mike. That's so, life-changing money for a lot of people. It seems like the Mercedes may have been stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, Good taste on these guys. And they just left the then broken down Mercedes like after they used it as a getaway car. Great. 
dude, that just doesn't seem like enough money to me. What do you mean? To be doing that level of fucking Grand Theft Auto style car ramming in the streets of New York. Hmm. Yeah. But they got away with it. Here's the thing. That's that was 91st Street, right? Yeah. So what time was it at? Does it say? Doesn't say. So it just says midday. Oh, it's midday. Yeah. If it's a Sunday though, here's the thing. I used to take I, I took, don't think it was Sunday. What day of the week was it? Saturday, September 3rd. No, no, no. That's when the article's written. Because no. that's that's yesterday. I saw this I saw that video on Reddit four days ago. No, in a shocking incident, Mercedes driven by thieves came speeding from the wrong side of the road against traffic in a high-speed chase on Saturday, September 3rd, around 4.40 p.m. Footage of the incident indicates the robbers have stolen 20K in cash from its driver at gunpoint. Well, that's... Well, so... All right, so... so upper West thing. Side, right? Here's the thing. On a Saturday... No, between... Did he say Upper West? It's 91st Street. You could tell... Pull up the video. Yeah, between 91st and 92nd, 2nd Avenue. Second, so it's so Upper side. East. Yeah. So Upper East Side on the weekends on in the summer is kind of a ghost town during the day. I used to be up there. I would take like those art classes on Sunday morning and they'd be dead, that neighborhood. So you can kind of, I could see getting away on a holiday weekend in the summer. I could see kind of there's just not like, you could just get away with it. Like those guys are clearly brazen. I mean, did you see the video? There was a video of two dudes uh, stealing catalytic converters in a stolen car in Washington Heights not long ago. It was go. It was it went fairly viral, and uh, guy just filmed them the whole time, and the guy just walked up to the guy filming in a mask, hoodie, and just fucking rocked them. I think, or they might have just like pointed a gun at him and just bounced. I don't remember what it was, but it was just like very brazen and didn't care. And the guy's going, I got your plates on camera, bro. I got your plates on camera. And he was like, and they just like, they just left. Not even like with urgency. Hmm. And well, that probably also a stolen car. All right. I'm going to make the argument that nobody knows what was in that bag. Uh-huh. This guy, you know, he, his car is stopped. Cops are on the scene. He's got to tell him something. I think $20,000 is the lowest possible amount you could say. Where you'd be like, oh yeah, I could see, you know, two guys risking their lives for ten grand a pop, when it was probably, you know, a bunch of stolen diamonds or art or fucking yeah, like you know, seven keys of cocaine. You know what I mean? Like that to me is the thing where it's like I don't think the twenty thousand is real because nothing about that heist screams twenty thousand dollars. If you're committing armed robbery, you're gonna steal a car. And then use it to commit. Yeah, but this is also Mike. You got to realize this is also daylight. this is also you. These guys didn't think that was going to happen that way. They thought that was going to be easy, and they were just going to go press a guy and get a bag. And it didn't happen that way. And so now they they're like to- in for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I think it's. I think twenty thousand is a is a good cover number for a much more heinous act. Perhaps. I mean. That's like a crazy thing to do, but I think once you're in it, you're in it. Like, I don't know, man. Like, people have killed people for $100. Fair enough. I know a guy who went to jail. He got ripped off 
I think it was for his, he drove a kid. He didn't even it wasn't even him. He got paid to drive a kid to pick something up. And it couldn't have been more than a thousand bucks worth of drugs. Got out of the car with the club and beat a kid half to death in a 7-Eleven. For how much? Couldn't have been couldn't have been more than two thousand dollars. Like, if it was that much, I'd be fucking shocked. I'm pretty sure I remember the number was like 800 bucks. Like, it was like some crazy... People do crazy shit, dude. He walked into a fucking convenience store that has cameras everywhere and beat a dude half to death with a club. Yeah, people are fucking stupid. You're gonna do... I would do something that cool for 20 grand. That's the coolest thing that guy's ever done. Yeah, I mean, honestly... It's pretty dope. You got a stolen AMG and you're fucking somebody up for 20K. That's that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get, to, you, get to, you get to tell that story forever. Telling that story that you did that, and then that, that video exists on the internet, like in 50 years when the statute of limitations up, being able to pull that up on your fucking phone and be like, yo, that's me, B. That's worth way more than fucking 20 grand. True. Especially since you're going to be some fucking loser who spent all that money on nothing and then end up working some dickhead job for the rest of your life. I don't think that guy's on the up and up. I don't think he's going places, Mike. No? What do you think? I don't know. I mean... You think he's going places? You think he's fucking Scottie Pippen's wife after this? Look, it's it's it started with Scottie Pippen, got to future, now you're at apparel mogul. Next Pretty thing you soon. know, you're at fucking GTA stick-up kid. <laughs> well... That's the show, folks. Uh, follow Mike at VM Harrington. Follow me at Chris from BKLYN on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, uh, you got anything you got to plug, Mike? Um, yeah. Uh, check out my Twitter and Instagram at VM Harrington because, because every uh, Saturday morning before UFC fights, I've been getting on with uh, Premier Bardia Helmy from Premier Fight Picks. Mm. We've been going through breaking down the entire fight card, mm. uh, giving you know just best best predictions, our thoughts on the fights. He is way better at making predictions than I am. Uh, he went, I think, six for six on like his big plays this weekend uh, for the UFC Paris card. So if you were following him, you made a significant amount of money. You guys should tune into that. And that's all I'm going to plug. Okay. That's it for you. All right. I think October 1st, I'm being Perryville, Maryland with uh, Robbie, Justin Silver, and Menu and Hart. That's all I got for now. Oh, I'll be at a Doped Up Comedy Club uh, next week. Dylan's Place, The Duck, in Greenpoint. Yeah, the 16th. The 16th. Yeah, Dylan's Place that he's not going to be at for the next two weeks. The Duck. Yeah. Doped Up Comedy Club in Greenpoint. Yeah, go to that. Go to that show on Friday, actually. Rachel Williams is going to put on a pretty sick show. And then uh, uh, the 18th, I'll be at Catalyst Wrestling in Brooklyn, New York with Zach Amico. Homicide will be on the show. Darius Carter, the Catalyst Wrestling champion. It's going to be great. Great venue. Uh, Chilo's in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Not Greenpoint. Whatever. It's in Brooklyn. Just look up Chilos. Come through. Catalyst Wrestling. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next
Little girl, I tell you we must die. 